This week's episode of Across the Park is brought to you by our good friends over at Property Lane. Property Lane is committed to providing an affordable and professional way to sell your Northwest home for as little as £99. No commission, open 24-7, real estate agents. Moving home made simple. Find them online at www.property-lane.co.uk. Across the Park is a Merseyside-born football podcast produced by Three Blues and Three Reds. Each week we get together to discuss the goings-on at both Everton and Liverpool football clubs, combining balanced debates with some light-hearted banter. To learn more about us and the podcast, please visit www.acrosstheparkpodcast.co.uk or on social media, Facebook, Across the Park, YouTube, Across the Park, and Instagram and Twitter is Across the Park PC. Absolutely delighted to have Tony Warner with us for the, the latest episode of Across the Park Podcast Extra. Tony, cheers for cheers for joining us. No problem. Tony, uh, for the for the listeners who, who maybe weren't uh, not as well acquainted with Tony's career, he's a goalkeeper, a professional goalkeeper who played 358 games uh, as a footballer, was on the bench, most notably to our Liverpool supporters, 121 times, um, appeared for the, the likes of Millwall, Leeds, Fulham and Cardiff in a, in a pretty distinguished career, despite you know not making a, a, an appearance for Liverpool. So we're going to look into look into predominantly your, your Liverpool career, if that's okay, Tony. But before we do, do you mind you know um, filling us in on what you're up to at the moment? Um, yeah, no problem. I'm um, I'm at Accrington Stanley at the minute. I'm the, the first team goalkeeper coach there. Um, went in and, and, and well got a phone call off John Coleman in pre-season because um, it was a, a vacancy um, appeared. Um, I've had like contact with Coleman over the last few years, um, and he just just asked me what I was doing and asked me if, if I was up for the, well wanted the job. Um, when I spoke to him, we just kind of got it sorted pretty pretty quickly, really. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I mean, and, and plus as well, he's got me registered as a player. I've had to appear on the bench a few times this season. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About um, I don't know, about six or seven times. Um, there was a suspension. Um, I keep it off. Know, so many games. The first game of the season, we only had one keeper. So yeah. So yeah. Are you training every day? No, no, not not really. I mean, th- there are times when I have trained. Yeah. Um, if, if there has been injuries or or, or whatnot. Um, so yeah, no, I've, I've had to say, I mean, like we had we had the we had the name like Brown Robin on the Astro pitch. Yeah. Um, it was on Friday actually. Yeah. It was like like it was like small sided games, and all, but I just had to get it in there. We won, we won as well. <laughs> I, got, I got to play the tournament, so uh, still got a little bit in me. Nice. Bit of desire to play. How many keepers have they got? Two keepers have they, and, and one of them's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got got two keepers there now. And we had um, Conor Ripley um, on loan from Middlesbrough, but he got sold to um, he got sold from Middlesbrough to um, Preston. Okay. Um, so yeah, just, just got a couple of keepers. How long have you been so to- uh, coaching? Is it is it something you've kind of fell upon because you know you're still playing up to fairly recently weren't you as well yeah um yeah i did you know what happened was i i was i finished my career and then i just got a phone call in fact it was it was off it was off robbie farley he just said um, he said paul Ince is trying to get older and ins um, was a blackpool so um, i spoke to wincy and he just said like again i'm after the goal came coach do you fancy do you fancy doing it so that was me that was me me, me first um um protocol into, into yeah. coaching really so yeah just finished um, and then got that phone call, so it's been pretty seamless. You know what I mean? I haven't had much time to kind of just be sitting there, or you know, get the frustrations that you hear sometimes players have, like you know, um, climbing the balls and that, which was which was good, really. 
Sorry, I was going to say, it was not badges and all that then? Had you been preparing for that prior to the call? Or yeah. Was it different then? Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were talking <laughs> four years oh, ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was only four years ago. Four or five years ago. 2013, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, what, what happened was, I, I had a mate, Tommy Johnson, centre forward, used to play for yeah. um, Aston Villa and Celtic. Yeah. Ginger. Um, yeah, Ginger, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he had his little spell at Everton as well at some point. He did actually, yeah. yeah he did. He, he did, was yeah. on loan. I'm sure he was on loan. If he, if he wasn't, yeah, you're right. He was to Walter Smith. Yeah, he was on loan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he works for the Northern Ireland FA, and he was he, he was badgering me, get onto your badges, get them sorted, yeah. get them sorted, and, and I did. Yeah. I, I, so I, did, you, did you say you'd done it in Northern Ireland? Yeah. 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 So I I done them. Um, so when that call come, I, I, I was I was I was fine to just walk into the job. But is it specific for a goalkeeper? The co- the coaching licenses and stuff. They should be, shouldn't they? they yeah, they didn't have them then. Mm. Um, they have them now. Um, you need like your 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 B your you B license. You know, field B license first, and then you can go on. To, it's, yeah. it's weird. You have to do your B license to then go back to your level two, and it's like you'd have to be one step ahead with your know, field stuff. Yeah. Or you, you did. I know that they have revamped yeah. quite a bit of it with the youth award and the specific stuff now as well, haven't they? Right, but just just to be a first team coach, you need your B license. Yeah. So I was taking that, and then um, I started to take my um, goalkeeper and A license uh, again in Belfast last year or sort of year before. Um, but then I got the job in India. Wow. So it's like modules you got to do yeah, throughout yeah. the season. That's so we had to kind of defer it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just something I'm gonna um, readdress it. And I need to, I need to. She's on like part one or something, and then you. Yeah, you, you go over. You do, you do like a residential week. Yeah. Um, and then it was like modules you need to do um, throughout the season. But I was in India, so I couldn't do them. Yeah. No, fair enough. No, it, it's great to hear, and I'll let you say that fortunate, I suppose, that you've, you've been able to go straight into a post. But yeah. it's great to hear, you know, players g- coming and being prepared and s- still going about it the, the right way as well. Yeah. Because, you know, it, no matter what a lot of people go on about saying, it shouldn't be a prerequisite to go from being a professional to a coach. Mm. It, this, the, the, the experience you've got is valuable, obviously, <laughs> invaluable alongside, you know, the, the expertise as well of being a coach, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, like, the, the, like the, the funny thing you find is, is, like, when we went to Belfast, the very first time we went there, was um, you, there, was like a, there was, like, a big group of, of people who were, who were taking the, the, the badges. Mm. And what it was is there was a lot of pros, um who were actually still playing, and, and some ex-players as well, and like a lot of coaches yeah. who, who had, no, had no kind of maybe football, you know, playing experience. Now, there was <laughs> when we walk, when when you walk in or you know you walk out into the pitch, there seems to be divide because you know yeah. you, you're standing there talking to the lads that you know you played against what whatnot, and then there's like other people who, who who are who are coaches who maybe have like normal jobs or, or whatever, and, um, and like a lot of people from like mm. from Northern Ireland, and Belfast and stuff. Now the thing that, that that we found, like there was there was a few lads who played for us, who, sorry, who, who were on, who were in our kind of like you know, group, who had done some coaching, um, but there was a lot of wadens, and you know you're talking about, you know, there was like David Thompson, there was uh, yeah. like Shay Givens, you know, players who played like you no know, yeah good good level. football, mm. and then they, they were asking us to put sessions on, and it was difficult, but as you'd have the lads who were at Belfast, you know, Northern Ireland based, yeah. who had maybe been coaches for maybe ten years, or kind of, you know, under whatever, like youth, youth, or, yeah. or you know, kind of like, um, um, like semi-professional, and they were just whacking the sessions out. Yeah. So, so basically, it was like kind of, they're, they're miles ahead of us. Yeah. We, we've got kind of football experience, but they're miles ahead <laughs> of us at actual coaching, and you know, just because you've got football experience, you, you know a lot of things, but. Coaching's about getting a message across. Yeah, yeah it's a great point. No, so and I've, I've been in the latter category, you know, of, the, of those coaches who had experience and coming onto courses with pros. And the best 
the best times, and you'll you'll probably agree with the the best times you have on courses are outside of the course hours, aren't they? Having a chat and, yeah. and sharing ideas and stuff like that. You've got so much to offer from your side, but equally, it was it's great to to get that rapport with the pros and, and them being willing to learn. And you don't always get that. Like, you know, you don't always get the, the ex-pros who, who, who are actually willing to learn. You know, mm. they feel as though, listen, I've got my way of doing things. But in general, you know, 99% of the time, I've always found that, you know, they're just as willing to learn from you as, a, as a coach as, as you are asking for their ideas. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, you'd have to, get, you'd have to go away and, like, kind of give you, um, give you, like, kind of problems and stuff. And, um, you know, you, you've got to kind of put sessions on for, like, the next day and, and uh, the lads, as I said, about the experience, just like rattle them off dead quick, and we were kind of sitting there, like, you know, tipping over ourselves and stuff. Mm. You know, you get you get there in the end, um, but you know, it, 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 it was just funny the dynamic of it, really. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting, but like, like I said, like, sorry, sorry, like you said, yeah. the interesting part of it and the enjoyable part of it was actually speaking to the, to the lads like outside. You know, you go for like go for a drink after the train yeah. or whatever, or you'd be speaking to them like in lunch hours and stuff, um, and everybody. Vast majority of people are very accommodating, yeah, because um, you know, like like I said, you 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 know a lot about football, but it's about getting that message across. And that's the, that that's where they had the head start on us, really. Absolutely, no, no, great points. Obviously, I'm going to allow the lads to, to to move on with the with your career and stuff, and and um and crack on with that. But no, great to it is still in football, anyway, Tony, and long may that continue. So, <coughs> yeah, well, if we go on to how it actually became to be at Liverpool, because I think at the time you were you were an accountant, weren't you? Straight yeah. out of school, eighteen. Yeah. And you got a phone call from Steve Iway. That's right. How, how did that come about? Were you expecting it at all? Or? No, no, um, um, not at all. <coughs> I was I was waiting for a captaincy firm, um, straight out of school, and I played for I played for Merseyside, and we we we'd won like the national cup and stuff. And um, but then when you leave school, obviously you know that kind of goes by by the by. You can't continue that. And actually, I think I think I was eighteen at the point, so you know I, I, it was something which my age would have took me out of that. So yeah, I'm, I'm in this accountant's firm, and um, not particularly happy with it. Didn't really yeah. like it. It was just something I kind of picked at. It, it was like an um, like a career's day, <laughs> and it, it was just the, it was like the, the best of a bad bunch. Everything else, nothing else was really appealing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought, right, okay, you know, office environment, you no know, kind of manual work outside. That, that 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 was the that was the deciding factor. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm in there, and you know, it's it's not for me. I didn't like it. I found it difficult. It was boring, um, and that was that. And then I was off. Si- I was off work sick one day. I was like, phoned in sick. No, no, I was. I was in a really genuinely bad, sick. No, yeah, genuinely. <laughs> I, I was in a really bad way. I remember, like, kind of just being really, really sick, rash and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Must have been that spreadsheet you had to do next day. <laughs> Probably <laughs> was, yeah. <laughs> Staying clear of it. And um, and the phone went, and I remember just getting up, and picking it up, and it, and it was Steve Highway. And kind of, you know, you're 18. You know, you kind of you're obviously aware of who he is, but. It, it was it was just like a, it was just a, a, a cold call and he just said right um, we, we, we were after a goalkeeper um, for a game tomorrow um, I've spoke to the maze side manager he's put your name forward um, <laughs> would you be interested that sickness went right out the window <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know what I remember thinking to myself like I, I'm on that story and I can't even like get myself off the couch yeah. properly do you know what I mean like, I'm in a really I'm in a really bad way but I thought you just don't say no yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean and um, I think the season b- before um, the Merseyside team had played um, like the like the under 18s at Melwood, so we played them the season before. It was like a bit of a night game just on on on, on the on the training grounds. Um, I think we, you know we, we ended up getting beat. I think it was like two one or three one, but we, we we made a good account of ourselves. Um, but I remember just thinking to myself, y- you can't say no to this. So mm. when yeah, fine, n- n- not a problem. So um, saw my dad. My dad gave me a lift down the next day. Um, 
actually felt kind of not too bad. I had to take another day off shift. Um, and then went down and played, yeah. And I think, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Forrest or, or Wolves. One of the two. Yeah. Um, and we drew two all. And, um, and he just said, look, he said, like, what do you do? What have a Saturday? And I was like, well, not on. He said, do you want to come and play for us on Saturday? We need a goalkeeper on a Saturday. Um, do you want to come and play for us? And I was like, yeah, fine. Because I thought, you know, the only thing I was doing was, like, just kind of, it's just sitting in the house. Doing yeah. nothing or knocking around with your mates and that. Or was this the B team, was it? It was the B team, yeah. 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 Do you um, want to come and play for us? <laughs> <laughs> it's just mad, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. brilliant. Like, but yeah, do you want to come and play for us? Were, just you, yeah. were, you, were you aware you were being watched like when you were with Merseyside or Sunday League or whatever? No, do you only think it don't think it maybe was? I think it's probably they'd let someone go. Yeah. And Steve Iways just phoned the the, lo- the, lo- the Merseyside manager, Tony yeah. Brookham, said, Do you know any goalies? Like 18 ish. Yeah. Do you know anyone? And he's probably gone, yeah, I've got this lad, Tony one. I think I don't think it was like a case of being scouted or you know, they, they may have seen me the week sorry, the year before. You know, I, I don't know, but you know, I don't think I'd have been um like like um appeared on anybody's radar um Thanks. massively. Yeah. I th- I think that's pretty much how it went in, in those days. Because, you know, nowadays like they have the um the the networks they have, yeah. which mm. is just worldwide. You know, yeah. there's lads getting picked up, like, you know, the, like, South Czechoslovakia, I should imagine, or, <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? And, mm. and, like, North American places, and, and they're earmarked. And no one goes under the radar, do you, you know? No, no, and it just wasn't like that. And, yeah. and, and you know, and, you know, it was kind of, what, 20, well, 25 years ago, maybe. Yeah. Impressive. Um, so, yeah, you you obviously, you come to Liverpool, and then, what? so what happened from there? You're in the B team, you're playing on a Saturday, and then yeah, you get a call one day from Sooness, or how's that work? No, what happened was um, played for the B team all season. We ended up winning the league, um, and then another lad got let go, who was playing the A team. Um, and then I, I just kind of thought to myself, well, that's it now. It's done. Do you know what I mean? Like I've done a season there. It, it's done. Um, and then I phoned. I, I left it for a bit, and I didn't hear nothing off him. And I thought, oh, it, it's, it's you know, he'll have got in touch if he wanted me. And I just phoned him. I thought, like, do you want me to come back? He went, yeah, of course, yeah. He said, you know, make me, yeah, get yourself back. Oh, like, okay, so you know, we go again. So, like, that was one season done. Um, and then the next season, it stepped up to the A team. So, you're playing obviously like better players, you know, yeah. like more experienced players, you know, at, at, at that level, I suppose. Um, and then the you know, you'd be playing against um, teams where you'd have a lot of op- um, overage players, yeah. Um, cause, uh, you know, there, there's an age of six on the A team, but I don't think there's an age of six on the on, on sorry, on the B team. I don't think there's an age of six on, on the yeah. A team. So, I remember going to like Burnley, yeah. And just playing against fellas. Yeah. Like, I can't quite remember who they were, but um, just getting hammered, yeah. like like um, like for like six nil or seven nil or something. Do you know what I mean? And and what you would find is you would find a lot of um, senior players would would play in, in the eighteen, maybe come back from injury, mm. maybe fell out of favour. I don't know. Um, but I remember like Jason Wilcox, he was wow. a, he was he was a Blackburn oh, right. playing playing at Melwood. Um, he, he must have felt out of favour because I remember just ironing everyone out. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> just really? kid, kids just flying over the wall and all kinds of things. He was just going around, clatting everyone. But you, you go to... You He's at Man City, you know, I, I think. Tried, yeah. I don't reckon he tried that with you, though, did he? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, he didn't, he didn't. Um, but, listen, he, he didn't care about anyone that day. You know, he was he was handing it out. But you go to Sam Maple, a lot of senior players playing there. So, mm. it was a really good um, breeding ground. And also... With, with, like, which was probably a little bit different for me was I was also playing open age Sunday league like same time yeah pub football yeah so who were uh, you playing for I was playing for um, Rob Roy okay um, and then Etna Wards 
All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so you'd be working during the week. You'd be training with um, at Liverpool Academy on a Tuesday and a Thursday night. Okay. You'd be playing for Liverpool on a Saturday, be the A or the B team. Um, and then you'd be playing Sunday League. It's basically yeah. like semi-pro football, isn't it? By the sounds of it, even though you weren't, you know, in a sense that most semi-pro teams, northwest counties and, and mm. even Evo stick, are playing Tuesday, Thursday, playing a Saturday, but sometimes play with the mates on a Sunday as well. Yeah. It, it, was all, it sounds like that. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's no restrictions on me f- from Liverpool because there's no commitments yeah. like f- from them to, to me, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so was, I think what it was doing was, you know, you'd be playing against, like, you know, technically very good players against um, like on, on a Saturday mm. um, but then like the, the rough and ready side of football and like the, the mental side of football yeah. like but like you know obviously mental in, in one sense of the word but like um, like mentally dealing with like a lot of things which you wouldn't find on a Saturday yeah. mm. um, you'd be getting threatened you'd get wanting to be able to yeah. fight you you'd be getting yeah. people just like tackling you around your neck elbowing yeah. you punching you remember that well <laughs> yeah <laughs> like just standing next to the goal and and that used to happen to someone who's six foot four. Imagine me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm five foot eight. Um, so, so it was like it, it was a good, it was a good breeding ground. So you know, you, you kind of you, you're pretty rounded, and you were you were exposed to a lot of different things. Um, so then, I went into the I went into the A team in the second season, and like I said, I was playing with like like some some like you know decent players, and um, I remember just speaking to Steve Iway, like I don't know after maybe after a certain periods. I said to him, Look, I've been here now for like a whole season. Um, and you've asked me to come back. There's lads who were, who were in for full time. Um, would you consider like taking me on? Mm. Um, what were they were they being paid full time? Yeah, they, they they were full time, like say apprentices and, and pros. Yeah. Um, and then I was like just kind of coming in on non contract. Um, you kind of fill in the gap if you like. Pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. But do you know what? It was it was not something I was ever going to walk away from. Mm. And there was actually there was actually quite a few lads who came and went. Um, and you know, I, I don't know if they got told to leave or, or they left by their own accord. I don't know. Um, but there's nobody who's hanging around as long as I was. I know that. Mm. Um, he, was, he wasn't like a, he wasn't a, a signed up player. Um, so I started pressing the point and just saying, you know, would you consider like you know, like take me on board full time? And he just said, we've got um, the they had too many pros. They had David James, Bruce Crabblad, and Mike Hooper. And he said, you know, one of them's got to go before we could even consider it. Um, and then you know, halfway maybe through the, you know, before. In between the start of the season and Christmas, I think Mike Cooper might have left and gone to. Well, in fact, he did leave. He went to Newcastle. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I British subject again with with, with Steve Byer, and he just said, yeah, you know, just kind of we're looking at things, whatever. So this is ninety three, ninety four, is it? Um, yeah, it will have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, it will have been then. And um, and then there's just a few more things, kind of. I was hearing that you know it might be a possibility. Yeah. And then Steve Byer said to me, he said, can you can you come in for a month's trial? I was going, I can't get off work for a month. I just can't do it, you know what I mean? What's that, every day, is it? Yeah. 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 It, um, actually, um, prior to that, what, what he would say to me was, he'd say, like, on um, on bank holidays, mm. or any kind of public holidays, whatever, you can come in and, and, and work with, with the with the keepers. So I have been in a few times, like with Joe Corrigan and, and David James and, and Bruce Cobbler, um, so they just kind of, like, filtered me in, do you know what I mean? That's why you're still working somewhere and playing Sunday League. And yeah. Next minute you're training with <laughs> David James and Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Joe Corrigan just like putting through the mill, do you know what I mean? Um, so then he said, I said, look, I can do two weeks. Yeah. So the two weeks was leading up to Christmas. So you had to like take two weeks holiday, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I said, <laughs> <laughs> it was weird as well because... Well, that I, conversation with your boss. No, well, <laughs> well, do you know, what happened was, um, I worked in, I said, I worked in the accountant's firm and then I was trying to progress in the accountant's firm but they were aware I was at Liverpool. 
Because they were saying, if we can't take you on full time now, um, you're you could go, you could you could leave and go to Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? So we kind of invest in you. Mm. So like I was kind of trying to keep both of them on the yeah, <laughs> but, but but both things were kind of restricted to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, so <laughs> I'd said to one of the um, one of the directors, I said, oh yeah, you know, I've 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 been Liverpool now. I was like, it's 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 not happening with it. You know what I mean? He said, funny, Dad, his house, house backed on to Belfield. He said, funny, Dad, he said, seen you playing the other week um, against Everton. I was like, oh, well, you know, they, they've asked, they asked me to fill in. Last minute, last yeah, minute yeah, thing. Yeah, asked me for a favour. So anyway, um, I'd, I'd said to them that I, um, I was going on holiday. I said, I'm going on holiday. I, I, I had to kind of keep the Liverpool things a bit of a distance. I said, I'm going on holiday. And he went, fine, OK, you take time off. Um, and funny enough, I had to get the bus. The bus was, um, I had to go past... Um, like down all, uh, by all the right, that's yeah, where yeah, famous. Yeah, yeah. So the bus has to get to say, and it goes straight past the. Um, the it's around the corner. Yeah, so it was easy to get. Did you have your fake mustache on, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the, 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 the glass the newspaper. newspaper. Um, so yeah, so went in for two weeks, and then um, I uh, it was it finished on New um, Christmas Eve, and Steve Harvey just pulled me in and said, "Look, he said we're going to offer you eighteen months. He's oh. like pro deal, so um, you can you can speak to work and, and tell me you're under your noticing." Um, but just have Christmas off, New Year off. Um, I said, come back ready for like the 4th of January, come back ready to train and that. Yeah. So that, that was a nice... Um, Must have been a boss Christmas, that. Yeah, that was a nice journey on to, yeah. to tell my dad. I can remember I was driving my dad's car and I can remember driving over the flyover, um, you know, with the Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can just remember just being like elated. Just so flying I just over. I can't wait yeah. to tell him, do you know what I mean? Like, my mum and my dad. Oh, um, yeah, so so that, that was it then. So enjoyed my Christmas and... And went in, in in January. So you know that uh, the Resi team were poor at then. Like some say it was the best reserve team there's ever been. And so therefore, did a lot of the players who were great in that reserve team have to filter into the A team? How good was that? Um, do, you, yeah, do you know what, right? It was it was probably just after that period. Okay. It was just after. That was more like 90, wasn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. um, they, they were just they were just winning every, every season. It wasn't that way when I was going to the reserve okay. team. Um I think that might have been like pre Sunes. Yeah. Um because I think I think Phil Thompson was, was the manager of, of that team and yeah, previous yeah, to was. Phil Thompson. Um the the the, the, the team I, I remember going I remember going to the to the team and like the team would be picked. Um like when I when I went there, Sammy Lee was the manager. Yeah. And um Was that the A or the Resis or that was the Resis. Yeah. Um so you know, I I was playing A team still for for a while and then mm. you know we kind of you know you press the reserves and stuff. But um, at, at times there would be like a team. You'd set the team up in the morning, and then the team would just totally change by by, yeah. by the night because people go, "I don't want to play." Really? What so for the the A, the a team? No, the no, reserves? no, no. For, for the reserves. Wow. You'd have like <coughs> you'd have like senior pros. Go, I don't want to play. So then just be a big line outside the gaffer's office, and then you get to the match in the night time, and just be a totally different team. Oh my god! Like all all, the, ki- all no. the kids get trapped in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because when that would happen at times we had Harkness on and he was talking about it doesn't matter who you were whether you were being introduced to the team or whether you come back from injury you had to prove yourself in the resis before you ever got anywhere near the first team but again it might have just been that generation before what you that was just Harkness <laughs> 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 that's what yeah. they told him <laughs> 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 oh yeah um, no, I think that probably was the, like the, the, the old school yeah which was probably maybe three years prior to maybe I got there. Yeah, or maybe when I got there, because I was nominated the reserves. So, you know what I mean? It, 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 it may have been... Well, in fact, it was probably a little bit before that. I, I, might, be, um, I might be reading in between the lines in the wrong way. Are you, are you, would you say there was a bit of a shift in like the 
the ego of the football, not, not a massive shit, but you know, from the old school that you're referring to there, and I suppose that reserve team you were getting at, to kind of some of the new pros that were coming in and, and that attitude of, I'm not playing for the reserves, because it did seem to be, certainly in the 80s and early 90s, it was a massive deal still, the, the reserves. And, and even growing up, uh, you know, around that period, I used to go and watch the reserves, and Mini Derby was a, was a massive yeah. deal, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. What, what, it was a big deal. I mean, you know, like, <coughs> no, the, 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 the Mini Derby aside, um, and like you know, I'm, I'm talking about things which, which before I was there. Yeah. But just by the evidence of of, of the the results used to have and, and the performance, like the or the amount of leagues used to win. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm inclined to agree with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think maybe it's just it's the it's when when football just kind of turned. When, yeah. When, when Premier League is just started. Yeah. So you know, there was there was a lot, there was a lot of money knocking around. Um, I, I don't. Know, I, I suppose. Attitudes may, maybe change, yeah. um, but you know, look, you know that that that's not to say like you know Liverpool were a like Liverpool were that way inclined. Um, I think it was maybe maybe a lot of teams were like that. It's the game itself, it wasn't it? And, yeah. and I suppose you you were finding yourself surrounded with not as many Liverpool players who were Liverpool through and through. They were just players, weren't they? Whereas yeah. I think late eighties, early nineties, it was still hardcore Liverpool fans, and you know you, even these Scottish and Irish yeah. players were still Liverpool. Yeah, Almost, yeah, you know, yeah, obsessed yeah, with yeah, 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 I, I fans agree. as much as players. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, like you know, li- like you know, Liverpool were an absolute force, weren't they? In the eighties, you know what I mean? Like you know, seventies mm-hmm. and eighties, they were yeah. just unstoppable. I mean, like, like <coughs> I, like throughout my football and career and my coaching career, you know, you speak to you speak to managers and and like ex players who were older than me who would be playing at Anfield in those days, and he just said, you just never expected to win. No, and you're talking about good players, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, you just never won at Anfield. He said it was just. Every other game was like a possibility. People turned up to get beat. Yeah, mm. and so you know that would filter down cool. to you know you, you know can have people saying I'm not playing the reserves when the, the teams you know the, the, the stars of Europe and, and like obviously the, the British game. Yeah. Um, but like it just just when I seem to walk through the door, it, it kind of wasn't that way anymore. Yeah. So just trying to understand the dynamic. Then you're in the A team. Like, where where are you training? Are you with all the players in the resis or the first team, or are you separate from them, or what you day to day? Well, um, when I when I was with the A team, you would be with like kind of like the the, the U team, really. Yeah. And, and what happened was, I, I was a, uh, I'd obviously come to the game late. I'd been exposed to the football that they had. Like, you had lads come through academies who were maybe 16, 17, 18. Yeah. And I'd walk in when I was 20. Mm. So, it, like, when I come in full time, I was 20. When I first got through the door, when I first got the phone call, I was 18. Um, it's obviously seen something in me, do you know. But when you're when you're going out and training, I would have been 20, training with maybe like 17 year olds. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you, you're the keeper, you're filling in, do you know what I mean? Um, you know, in, in, in positions. Um, but you wouldn't be with the first team so much. Um, but then what happens is like, I think they signed. Uh, I think they signed Michael Stensgaard on. Stensgaard was ninety four, ninety five. I think yeah. it was the summer of ninety four. Yeah. So um, they signed him on, um, and then he was there. I think he might have been there for the season before he got injured. Um, so then you're behind him, and then he got injured, and then you just get elevated. Mm. Um, you know, in, into, into that kind of that um, that that vacuum, I suppose, the, the, the position. Were the training times different? Was it like the, the you know your A team or uh, no. which is now the U team? But we all train at the same time. Yeah, yeah we all train. Yeah, all train at the same time. So it was, you know, it's like you'd be on the next pitch. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, is it one of them where it's like yeah. one pitch, two, pitch two, pitch three, or, or, or you know? Yeah, well, you, what, what you do is you, you come out down the steps and then uh, you just kind of get allocated where you, you just get told where you need to go. So it's like, <laughs> the, the youth team coach go, right, we're all over here today. 
Um, just have like you no know, the A and the, the A and the B team pitches. Then when I, when I very first went there, where the where the um, the, the building is now, mm-hmm. that was like a that was like a cinder pitch. Yeah, yeah. And then the they made it to an astro pitch. Um, and then they had like areas. There was pigs, and then it was like Wembley. And it was just like they were just like just bits of ground. Sounds I mean. like PE. Yeah, hello, yeah, hello, hello. It, it was like that. It was like that. It was certain degree. Um, so then you go, yeah, we're on the pigs today. So everyone just knew where they were going. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then you know they, they were kind of uh, you'd be separated in, in you know different areas. Then somebody got a knock. Somebody got pulled over. And I thought I I thought it was, uh, you know, looking back retrospectively, I I I think it was good because I've been in some academies now, quite a few academies. And you'd have like say like the top dog in the academy thinks he's the top dog, mm. do you know what I mean? And like you know, I'm, I'm great. I've, I've seen lads walk off the pitch in academies because you think they're great. They've, they've disagreed with a decision in, the, in like a five a side game, and yeah. like you know, I'm, I'm off. And then they walk, they go in, and then there's really nothing you can do. Now, if you're standing there and Stephen Gerrard's there as the captain of Liverpool, you can't you can't go. Can't your, be seen to be walking off. You can't. It, it yeah. just doesn't happen because you're yeah. like. It, it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like you know, I'm talking Gerard, you're talking like an everybody in Gerard's kind of ilk. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. yeah. You, you can't do that. And I think sometimes the the I I, I discussed with Steve Iway about it. Well, a few years ago now, and, and I said, you know, the, I, I said that exact same thing. And he said, he said, well, no, it's not the kids' problems. He said it's our problem. We, we shouldn't allow them to be like that. Mm. So I, I agree with him to a certain degree, but I think there's other factors which can helps you along the, the right line. And I think being around more experienced players and, and first-team players will keep you in line. It's, it's just a natural progression. Well, that's the path they're trying to take with Kirby now, isn't it? And it's interesting that Alex Inglethorpe brought Steve Highway in to try and instill those types of values again. Yeah. The reason he brought them back. But yeah. they're obviously extending that now by bringing the first-team across, which, again, suggests that there's a, you know, trying to bring it back to that the idea of the academy players seeing the first-teams and thinking, yeah. I can't be acting like a divvy here. Exactly. because. I, you know, I've got them to kind of look up to, and I've got them to, you know, um, I've got to be showing them that, that, that I'm capable of, of stepping in there at some point as well. Yeah, and, 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 and showing a bit of respect as well. You know, I, I know you've got to kind of you've got to be confident, and it's, it's a fine line. And I think sometimes as well, it's unfortunate because you're asking kids to to know exactly what to do, and mm. you've got kids are different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And kids might think to themselves, right, well. This is what I've got to be like. I've got to be cocky. I've got to tell them no. I've got to do this. And I've got to be my own man and all that. And they might be going like 180 the wrong way. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you go, well, you know, two of those things are like, but three aren't. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, and, and you're, you're probably learning about five years' time how stupid you are. Yeah. Um, but those things, I think, get suppressed very quickly when you're around the, the, like the big dogs. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You, well, it used to be YTS cleaning their boots for them and all that, didn't it? Well, it would be, yeah. yeah. It, it, it would. And then what you'd have is you'd have like the interaction with the players. So you would have like, you know, facing players like Gavin with um, with, with the, the, the kids and then the ones you may be. Like, I remember like w- when, I was at, um, when I was at Melwood's. Um, like Jamie Carragher was the one like everyone everyone just liked him, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the like the, the, the first team players like liked him. He had this like cocky little bit of yeah, yeah. and confidence, do you know what I mean? And in training, like David Thompson, another one. Yeah. Um in training they they, they getting stuck in uh, stuck in amongst the, the, the players, but they pretty much done everything right. They wouldn't overstep the line. No, no they wouldn't really overstep the line, but what I'm just like, you know, say like 
you know, if you told on a ball, Carrick just got right through you. Yeah. But then, what you want, like, if Carrick yeah. had to get brought into the team, he needs on, to be able to do Saturday, that. He needs to be able to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, as, as maybe, and I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about me. He, he was going around in a few of the big, the big yeah. lads. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you think so, like, well, yeah, you know, that, that's the way you got to, you got to be able to do. Not intimidated at all. David Thompson was another one. I mean, like Michael Owen, just like went went Stasis Ferrick through the whole squad, like the yeah. youth squads and everything. He just kind of dipped his toe in everything before he just got the first team. Yeah. And he just got the first team so quick, it was unreal. It was, so it, was like a, it was like a whirlwind. Like, I remember... It I didn't prove to be a mistake, though, did it? Oh, no, no, no. Case, like, no, not yeah. at all. I mean, like, he was he was, he was something else. Like, the first time I seen him in training, you would you would be with the, you know, like, with the, the reserves or, like, the... I, th- I think it was probably... Res- might have been a reserve player, I think. Yeah. Um, and, like, you'd have just lads get filtered in. Yeah. Like, they'd get brought in on, like, school holidays and stuff. Mm. And... Um, I remember Michael Owen getting brought in. Like I'd never, never seen him before. Do you know what I mean? You're there, oh, this lad who's, who's quite good and stuff. Mm. And um, there was nothing of him. He was just tiny. Yeah. And like the kit was too big on him and everything. You, think he, <laughs> you know, you get those kit. You, you still see got that image. Of the image. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The England kit. I always think yeah. the England kit against yeah. Argentina. It looked massive on him. Didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Like flapping off him. Yeah. Yeah. But you would have like um, you would have like the young kids would say kind of get swamped a little bit. Because like you'd have like lads who like you know like nineteen or whatever would be kind of like running rings around him and stuff, and um, and he, he had that impression when you just just visually you're looking at him, do you know what I mean? And as soon as the game kicked off, he was just smashing goals in everywhere. You couldn't couldn't get near him. And like, yeah. oh my god, like, like, like what's this? Like what about? is this? And like, I remember like I was I was he was on the opposite team to me. <coughs> I remember just getting the ball and just smashing it right in off the bottom post, but. It weren't a fluke because he'd done it. He kept doing it. He, yeah, it was like five goals within yeah. about like 20 minutes. I'm thinking, <laughs> this kid's great. And then, <laughs> the, you know, the rest, the rest as he says, history. Yeah. Um, you say that about Fowler. I've heard people say, like, he felt like he scuffed it a lot, but it can't, he can't have been scuffing it or it can't have been a fluke because every time it was bottom, bottom down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, w- w- when, when I got there, um, when I come in full time, Fowler just stepped up to the first team. I think I think I kind of got his peg or something because he, he he kind of went up to the to the. Okay. He, yeah. he, so he was in the first team, him changing him. So I was already very I was already very much aware of Fowler. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the thing about Fowler was was like he's probably he's probably the best finisher I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and then and the, and the interesting thing is as well because you see it in close quarters every every day in training. Do you know what I mean? You you, you know you hear about other goalkeepers who talk about him who played against him and they go yeah he was phenomenal but yeah. like you're against him every, every day, day. You, know, <laughs> you know you know better than seen yeah. every finish in the world. <laughs> it was terrible it was like anywhere around the area you were just in danger yeah and it was like you know it was left foot right foot it was good with his head it was rapid yeah um you know his, his balance was brilliant his awareness like he, he just do things he didn't expect that, that was probably the, the, the thing about Fala and he had no back lift so yeah, um, the shot was upon you before. You never set it. yourself. Could, yeah, 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 you couldn't set yourself. Couldn't read it. Um, so it was like, I kind of knew about Farley, but Owen, I just didn't know anything about him. And then he just come in, and then he just yeah. bang, 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 and the next minute he's in the first team. What, what about, while we're on that topic, like, what about Rush? Was he there at the start? We ever in training against him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninety four, ninety five. Rush was still about. I think he yeah. was like leading goal scorer in the league cup that year. So yeah. suggesting maybe played a lot more games in, in them competitions, but. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. R- Rushy was there. Yeah. Rushy was there for I think a, a few seasons while I was there. Um, yeah, ha- he, he was a great finisher. Yeah, it's a harsh comparison because it's the end of his career. Yes. And Fowler's and his, his twilight. His yeah, prime, his sorry. prime it was. Yeah. So um, imagine, yeah. imagine that for Fowler though as well. You know, you're alongside Rush every day. What you know, it off no, no type mm. of better mentor is there. I, yeah, no. I, you, I've seen loads of photos where it's like. 
they're about to run and you see a still of like Fowler and Rush next to each other, like carbon copies, the way they moved. They so must have learned a lot yeah. from Rush. Um, so on the theme of learning a lot, like you, were you training, even though you were in the, the, a, the A or the Resis, were you still training with James and Grobbler and all that yeah. every day? Like, yeah. Were you off on your own with them? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. You, you would go with the, um, you would go with like the, the goalkeeping squad. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You used to be, used to be with Joe Corrigan. Yeah, um, and then what you do is you you, you, be, you be coached by Joe, and then when you were needed, you get pulled out. Yeah, so it's it's quite unique, isn't it, the goalkeeping training because you're there exposed, really. Like you're doing a save, James is doing a save, yeah. Robert is doing a save. Whereas if you're a player, you could be one of twenty three, kind of having a bit of a bad day. Yeah. So you're like really exposed. Did you feel that pressure or? Um, do you know what? Like, I suppose the reality of it is, you know, you're going in like as a as a novice, yeah. um, the expectations aren't there, do you know what I mean? Um, you know, you, you, you turn with Grobbler, who's kind of, you know, who's been there and has done it, um, again, he's probably in the twilight of his career, but... Yeah, to win European Cups and that, isn't he? So it's like yeah, but, but, you know, like, like, looking back, you don't think of it like that, because no. he's, he's Bruce Grobbler, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, you, you're not going, oh, he's, he's having a bit of a bad day today, you just don't really think that. Yeah. Um, you just think, like, it's Bruce Grobbler, he's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and the same with James as well, like, you know, they, they, added, they, added, uh, they added different qualities, like physically, I think I think when I when I first went in, I was like eighteen. I think Jamo was about twenty one. Yeah. So they signed when he's twenty one, and he was just like a physical specimen. Do you know what I mean? A difference like, from you was he then? James. Yeah. James was like. Yeah. He was just like his muscles popping. Muscles everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> he was just absolutely massive. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And like I was pretty slim. Like yeah. when I was okay. eighteen. Do you know what I mean? Um, but James was just like natural. Like yeah. I think he probably will have been that like that when he's like sixteen, seventeen. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he's been lifting weights and stuff. That's just the way he was. Yeah. Um, so then when you go in full time, um, you, you're seeing that. You're seeing like the product of, of, of his body, like the, the saves he, he, he could he could make. He was he was he was a very very good keeper, you know. And, and like you know when like you know historically people kind of look back at James and with like some like you know some criticism, but he was a very good keeper. Yeah. It's like if it weren't for mistakes, yeah. he's like. I used to say at the time, like he's, this is like possibly the best goalkeeper in the world, except for the mistakes. You know, yeah. <laughs> if he didn't have them, what he could do yeah. was not uncomparable, were not it? True. Almost. Yeah. The, yeah. He, he was so strong. He, he was so he was so quick, powerful. Yeah. Um, I can always remember him throwing it out as well. <laughs> I'd just yeah. be, be amazed as <laughs> a kid in the cop. Like, <laughs> like an American, it was like a quarterback, wasn't he? Like yeah, a was, quarterback yeah. American yeah. football, built like one, and. and and had the physical attributes as well to, to match. He looked like he could play American football. Yeah. Yeah. You'd probably want him throwing it more than you'd want him kicking it. Because <laughs> he yeah. was that accurate. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. He, 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 had, he had a great throw. And again, you know, you, you learn off that because, you know, you, you, you see him, he gets, he gets it in training, you'll get it, and he just disputes it really quick, gets yeah. it going really quick. And then that's something which, which I've kind of picked up um, throughout my career, yeah. you know, because you can, just by dawdling for two seconds, gives people time to reset um, and you can maybe you can maybe just spot like just a little angle there, yeah. and you launch it out, and then you're on the counter. We're seeing it now with Allison, aren't we? Yeah, like, that's what he's exceptional at. He's contributed to a few goals this season mm. by having that mindset. Slightly before his time, I suppose, in, in that respect, because the game wasn't James was that yeah, about yeah. playing out from the back. There was the fast counter attacks that still went on and stuff, but mm. at that time it wasn't as much building out from the back, was it? It was mm. kind of just trying to get the attack going as quickly yeah. as possible. But I suppose bowling it out and stuff like that, which happens a lot more now, yeah. to get your players on the ball is. You know, it seems like he was, we were slightly before his time. Yeah. I've got a little prodding question for you then. Um, obviously, you're not going to want to speak bad of, of Corrigan or anything like that. And I know he was a great servant to the club and he spent a long time there and stuff. But under his tutelage, if you will, 
you've got yourself, who was Stevie Highway, who's got you down as his best ever academy goalkeeper. You've got David James. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's official. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, yeah. Best of my bunch, you reckon? Is there another one, though? Can anyone <laughs> think of anyone else, really? Yeah. I've got a question mm. on that in a bit, but yeah. go, go on. on. So you've got David James, who was touted, who had everything in his locker to be one of the best goalkeepers this country's ever seen, if not yeah. the world, you know. Um, and then you've got um, Chris Kirkland as well, who, who, who big things all under Corrigan. So you could say that maybe you never achieved your potential for mm. Liverpool. Mm. David James never came on to become that keeper yeah. the way he was touted he might have been and, and Chris Kirkland never never either so is there any criticism of Corrigan in that respect or no no I, I don't think so do you know what to be um, coaches will kind of bring bring a lot out of you mm. but it, it's down to what you've got and what you've yeah, yourself to yeah, I mean? yeah. it, it really is it's not like as if like you know he could say Corrigan could get anybody yeah. um, and, and make him the world's best I mean you know you've got to remember as well like we, we were a we were a good side then, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, da- you know David James, you know, contributed towards that as well. Yeah. Um, Chris Kirkland, they bought him from Coventry, yeah. so he was, you know, I know he, he was young. I'm not too sure how old he was when he come, but yeah, he'd been early twenties. He was early twenties, definitely. Yeah. He was early twenties. I, I mean, think one of his problems, though, he was made a glass one. He? he was yeah. injured every other week. Yeah, that, that, that was. He was, and, and, and mentally, Chris has spoke out quite a bit, hasn't he, about the issues he had mentally as well during yeah. his career, and his career. And I think the pressure got to him. He's yeah. openly said that, and I think you're spot on what you're saying there. Just having worked with younger players and st- and and you know up to up to the age of eighteen, I think you can't. You can't factor for their decision making and, and the no. psychological state of mind, and particularly for a goalkeeper, that that's yeah. a that's I a big I was part more of it. Talking isn't about though, like, does anyone quite reach their their own potential? Like, not that I'm not saying I don't think Joe Corrigan was limited in what he had to work with. He has all the natural, you know, ability in the world to work with. But mm. any, do you do you feel that everyone reached their potential, or do you think? Um, but you know, you, you can always do better, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Could, everyone could. You no, you you, you always can. Um, you know, I I've seen you, t- Tony, talk about like um, when you come in, you had that natural respect because you've come from Sunday League and David yeah. James '94 or '95, I think, making his debut for England. Mm. So you're thinking, you know, it is what it is here. And I've heard you say that maybe there wasn't that much pressure on David James yeah. as a number two. Um, what What do you think of that? I mean, did that mindset hold you back, and did it hold James back? Yeah, it, it, it's a good point. Um, I mean, like, I, I trained as hard as I could. Probably just yeah. wasn't up to the job to pushing James out the way, do you know what I mean? And that's kind of just the way it is. Yeah. Now, it probably had... The way, you've, the way you've mentioned that, thinking on it, it might have had more of an effect on Jamo. I mean, if they'd have had another number one really pushing him, mm. it, may have, it may have turned out different to them now. Mm. Like, I know, I know um, they brought Brad Friedlin. Yeah, um, he was a good keeper. He, he was a very good keeper, yeah. And, yeah. you know, they were probably evenly matched. Yeah. Um, and I think JMO kind of. I forgot that was the same. They were together. Really, in didn't the same really. Squad. I, I, I'm looking at his Everton. I don't think it necessarily got the best out of him, though, did it? No. No, no. But I mean, maybe if if the he'd have been up against um, a solid number one all the way through, because I think I think what happened when Brad come in, I think JMO weren't particularly happy with that. Mm. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I, 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 as, as opposed to maybe seeing it as a as a a challenge. A challenge. I think it was like maybe. He felt like his nose. His ego took a knock. Yeah, p- yeah, yeah, potentially, and you know, I, I think it was, it was, it was a little bit. Um, Do you think it was like the beginning of the end of him? 
Yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. possibly. I mean, like, because I think, I think you, you, you always, you always might think that, you know, like this one might take me spot, and then if I don't get it back, especially as a goalkeeper, you're not, you know, an outfield player where, you know, you're gonna get, you pretty much, you are guaranteed minutes throughout the season. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but as a goalkeeper, if you've got someone in goal all season, you're not, um, yeah. and, and that, that's always something that can potentially happen. Um, and I think there was, there was a slight atmosphere between the two of them, um, probably more so from JMO really. Um, and then JMO left in '99, and, and but I obviously continued on. Yeah, T- taking you back a little bit because we've, we've kind of went, went forwards and backwards, <laughs> which is fine. Before Sunes was Sunes pivotal, pivotal. Sorry, in your professional contract, or it was just about highway. Was it his decision at the time? Did you have much contact with Sunes no, before he left? No, not really. Um, I think I think he will have had some kind of input discussion, into it. Yeah. Discussion, probably. Not much more than that, really. Yeah. Um, Maybe just with highway, like should yeah. we give him one? Yeah. What's your opinion? Type I, thing? Yeah, I, I think I think that's may, maybe what what it would have been, um, because working in clubs now, I kind of see that's how it goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, You've got to trust in your the, the people you, who you're working for you. Of course, yeah. yeah. Of course, you know. I, you know, I don't think Sunes would have been kind of like he's more counting the numbers on the books. Rather than like well, yeah, you know, he's, he's got a job to do. He's dealing with the yeah. first team. You know, they're going well. We've got a lad there who's potentially all right. Um, like, what, what do you think? So we're going to get him in for a week. Let's have a look at him. Yeah. And it will have just been yeah, like sound. Yeah, that, that's how it goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you can kind of try and dress it up as much as you want. It's yeah. about like you know, big fanfare and um, getting led out into the pitch and, and sign your contact <laughs> in the middle <laughs> of fifty thousand people. But it just you know, the reality is, it doesn't happen that way. So Scrap you, piece of paper. You probably just gone. Yeah, come on then. You know what yeah. I mean? Look, I've had this conversation with him, but. I know how it goes. I've been around clubs and I see how the conversations happen, and that's pretty much what it will have been like, yeah, really. Yeah. What about with Evans? Because you, you got that's when you made made it into the reserve team while Evans was there, wasn't he? Yeah. Did you have much contact with him? Oh, um, with 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 Evans, yeah. I mean, Evans was he was a he was a first team coach then um, when Sunes was there. Right. Obviously got the job, but my um, reserve manager was was Sammy Lee all the way through. Yeah. Um, when 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 Evans got the job. Um, and I think Stensgaard, I think Evans married Stensgaard, I'm not too sure. Um, but then when Stensgaard got injured, that's kind of when I, I come into the well, first on, team squad. On Stensgaard injury, it was a bit of a mad injury, wasn't it? it was How we got it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know this <laughs> do story. Wanna, do you want to elaborate on it, Phil doesn't know? Do you not know it? No, I don't know it, no. <laughs> he's, um, he's in the island, and the ironing board's collapsed. Your ironing, did you say? I wish it was. No, he's doing the ironing in the house, as as the story goes. And the ironing board's collapsed. Yeah. And as he's, he's just reached down to grab it and, oh dis- and dislocated the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I was worse. Was he trying to grab the iron? I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two foot in the iron. <laughs> um, so so he's dislocated his shoulder, um, and then that's just finished him. They, they pinned it, nice. operated on it, never come back. Um, Never come back. No, no, that, that, <laughs> that, that was, was it. Yeah. By the sounds of it as well, though, he's got a glass shoulder. He wasn't, he wasn't in for much of a career, yeah, was he? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I think he's an, um, I think he's a, he's a, a sports um, therapist. No, no, he's a, he's a, he's like a lawyer now, like a sports oh, lawyer or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 contractual lawyer. So you're trying to get compos off the iron, but might be off T foul, whatever it was. <laughs> um, so That's yeah, funny. so th- that just opened up the, that opened up yeah. the path for me. Start believing in God after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a call from Stevie Iway when he was an accountant, <laughs> and then the reserve team keeper. And then Stensgaard buying his, um, his iron boards from Greaty Market. 
Well, Some accountant souls in the iron bars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that mad injury, it was obviously lucky for you because then you become the number two for Liverpool. Then. Yeah. You must have thought at some point, I'm, I'll get a chance here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I mean, do you know what? You know, shit. Like again, it, it's like as if I was always kind of um, just chasing it a little bit, or it was always just slightly beyond me. That's kind of yeah. what I thought for for a period. Um, because, like, like I said, like David James was making his debut. For England, you know, he'd been yeah. bought for a million pounds or however much from Watford. You know, he, he was a fully established goalkeeper in Liverpool. You're playing against him, you're training with him every day. You're playing against him like five aside, eleven aside, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He's got obvious qualities, you know what I mean? Um, and for me to think I'm better than him, it just never really happened. And, yeah. and it probably, you know, it was probably an accurate assumption, if I'm being honest with you. Um, but it only took a little finger injury or something like that because it got you on. Yeah, it? true. Yeah, <coughs> no, I like, don't. Don't get wrong. That's probably what it will, will have taken. Mm. Um, I think no. he'd used up all his good luck, though. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I did. I did knock on a gaffer's door a couple of times. Yeah, I did knock on right. yeah Evans's door. Yeah, because you know he did have his bad spells and I thought to myself, right, you know what? Sometimes I've got to force the issue. Mm. So I knocked on his door and I said, gaffer, you know, <laughs> so like, what do you want? So I said, I want to play, and he went. Um, Okay, he said, look, he said, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to drop at the minute because he'll be, he's having a bit of a bad time. Um, I want him to get through it. Yeah. So, okay, fine, fair enough. I respected that. So, uh, you know. You'll know yourself that there's kind of never a good time to drop a keeper, is there? He's playing well. It's like you, you don't want to drop him and, yeah. and if he's having a bad run. Yeah, it's difficult. It's, it's tough, isn't it? Probably I just mean, depends on their, uh, how they are, doesn't it? Mindset. Yeah. If they, it might benefit some, some keepers taking yeah, them off the team. If, if they're if the, if the shattered, do you know what I mean? If they are shattered, it probably de- probably um, would, would benefit them. And also as well, say um, if if um, there was a more experienced number two there, yeah, it may make the make the decision a little bit easier for the manager. You know, Brad Friedel was there maybe two years before. Um, it might have been different, mm. um, but he might have just thought, right, I'm kind of struggling here. You know, I'm, 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 no, I'm not trying to do myself down or nothing, but just trying to be realist about it. I mean, I think that's probably the reason why. Cool. So, um, yeah, I was going to say then. So, what's the you've worked under Ray Evans, mm. and there's obviously a bit of criticism that maybe he was a bit of a soft touch, and it's like there's rumours that you know John Barnes was picking teams and and all that type of thing, um, and obviously he was in sort of stark contrast to the way Sunes ran his ship mm. um, but he did have Sammy Lee there to do that type of thing for him didn't he so what's your take on, on that period um, and Roy Evans uh, you know in his manner, his manner do you know what again you know you talk about Roy Evans who's been there with been there and done it really as, room. As, as, yeah as yeah. a coach like he knows how it goes you know yeah. what I mean yeah. um, been fully exposed to it um, the person I've mentioned is Ronnie Moran who, oh, yeah. who was like he was like a big anchor yeah. in, in, in the whole procedure. Um, you know, for what he's, he's the one person that nobody ever ever crossed. Yeah. Um and if he did start to get out of line, it doesn't matter who you were, Ronnie Moran could come down on you. Take like you down a, a notch. Oh yeah, massively. And just it doesn't matter who you were, Ronnie Moran could just hammer you. Yeah. Um and because, because you know, there's there's the story when um they win the league the and that he's put them in, he goes, Yeah, you know, do you want with them because you know yeah. they're no good after today. Yeah. You know, we, we start again. Start again. And that was him. He was so old school, and it was it was great. And it, it was. It was yeah, banter as well. Like, was it just hard? Um, hardness. No, he, he, he would have banter, but he wouldn't have too much honestly. But he would have yeah. banter. But he, he was that old school. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's good grounding for you, though, isn't oh, it? Oh, it was a fantastic ground, and it really yeah. was. There was, there was, you know, the, you know, I would, I, I would never say nothing to Ronnie Milan. Yeah. I just would not have said nothing no. to him. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't, no matter what mood I was in. Probably out the door if you did. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, you know it, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, you just look at it and you're just thinking, 
He's, he's been, he's, he's done everything in the game, in, in the European game, domestically European. He's done everything. Who, who would I possibly, don't get me wrong, I, I was never kind of, I was never one of them kind of the ones who were getting on people's nerves and, and it was always getting to like, you know, we got tagged in a couple of times with that, but I was never like a, 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 mm. a baddie or nothing. Yeah. But um, I would not have said nothing to, to Rolling Milan, they on the wrong side of him at all. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, you know, leading on to what you're saying about like kind of the atmosphere around the place and, and people saying, you know, it, it was a certain way, it was easy on players. Mm. Um, Roy, Roy, Evans, Roy Evans had, had that kind of boot room mentality. Um, he brought um, Dougie Livermore, Dougie Livermore in. Um, he was another good coach. Um, there, was, there was a lot of young lads in the team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they were obviously getting very well paid. Um, I wasn't, but they were. <laughs> no, uh, no, they were. You know, they, they, the, the lads were like kind of. I think it was new. It, it was. It was. It was just kind of like a, a, a new exposure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it like player power shifted a little bit then as well. I think it did it? a little because bit, yeah. Whereas you could crack the whip and say you'll be out, you'll be like, okay, I'll go to Manu then and pick up ten mil, you know, whatever it is, yeah. million pounds a season or whatever. So that was the power shift, wasn't it? That happened at that type of time. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it did. I think it did, and, and and plus as well, you know, we, like I said, we were very, we were a very, very good team. What what I would probably say is, I think the unfortunate thing for, for Liverpool and probably the rest of the country was that Man United was just a little step ahead on everyone. Yeah, I think Ferguson was probably the best around at the time. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, in that 97 season, we had uh, we played Coventry. I think it six games to go, Coventry, bottom of the league. And if we were to beat them, we would have been top of six to go. And then we had another chance. We played United at home, uh, three games to go. And yeah. we would have beat them. We would have, we would have uh, been top of the league as well. Yeah. And, we b- and we blew them opportunities. So... You know, it, I think looking back to that season, um, I know I'm jumping ahead in the timeline here, sorry, but just while we're on the, the Evans and Liverpool in that, in that period, for me, it w- you know, it wasn't just that Man you were better than us. We had that chance that season and we blew it against Coventry. We were good enough to beat them. Yeah. You know, so was, you know, no, pressure, I, nerves, like what, what do you put that down to? Well you, yeah, you're well on the inside. Yeah, don't worry, I, I, I agree with you. Like, you know, it, 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 was, it was that close, but I think what it, what it probably was, was, <coughs> It was. I think we. I think. I think if, if I think if Man United were a full tilt, mm. and we were a full tilt, I think Man United would come ahead. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think maybe in that season, it's we were maybe like looking to potentially. If we'd have been a hundred percent. Yeah. We'd have won the league, and then we just kind of weren't. Yeah. And 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 then that that's the maybe the sign of the championship sides are the ones just that know the games that have got to be won. I mean, you know, we talk about Fergie time and all that. And yeah. And the the way you know the, you they were never beat. It was like five minutes ago. Yeah. You'd be beating Man United two 0 and you you'd be like watching the telly going like, oh, it's just not it's it's not a foregone conclusion. You know what yeah, I mean? Don't we know it? Uh, yeah. And then absolutely. you just see Ferguson just walking off, smiling, just like patting people on the head and all that. Like, I'm lucky. <laughs> and you say, oh my god, I can't believe he does it. So again, you know, you can't be that lucky. And I just feel through that period. That that that's what Liverpool were up against. Um, if yeah. you know, if, if it I'm, was I'm mentioning them two games, but a season, a league's one over a season, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah. Being no, in the so. dressing room then, t- Tony, at that time, was that something you were, even if you weren't consciously discussing it, was it something you were subconsciously aware of? That almost aura of like, no matter what we do here, they're just going to be that little bit ahead, wasn't it? They're probably just going to get the edge on us. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you know, look, every individual game, you prepare mm-hmm. yourself and you think yourself, right, you know. It's it's especially that squad that we had. You know, every game is winnable. Serious yeah. squad. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's you know serious firepower. You know, serious like you know, a very 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 Quality. good team. Um, 
But yeah, they were just. I don't think the likes of Fowler and McManaman, or it wasn't in their heads that United were better, was it? Fowler thought. Well, he thought he was the best. If, if maybe not the team was. Well, yeah. Well, well, that, that's yeah. I can I can well believe that because because he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he was. He was. Yeah. He was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. He was. Um, and, and you know, if you individually, you know, if you think like that individually, yeah, all well and good because you can't go into any, you can't go into games thinking any other way. I mean, you will probably think about it more between you know after the game, leading throughout the week until the next game starts. Obviously, when, when you're in the game, you're in the fight. You know, it's all about winning the game. You're not really focused on anything else. Um, but then outside, you think, God, like you know, they, they've they've got another result again, and mm -hmm. you know, the the, the, the players they've got and, and the way they kind of just seem to nick things and the way they organise themselves. It's and this machine. They, yeah. yeah, they were yeah. just. It, it's hard to say, but they were just. I mean, well, obviously, goes to prove it, don't they? Yeah. They were just that little bit better, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was unfortunate because that that would have that would have put down. Um, like you know, this big hoodoo, like you know, Liverpool haven't won for so long, and they've 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 always just been close. You know, there was the time um, recently un under Brendan Rodgers, yeah, um, you know, 13, 14, yeah. yeah, and then you know, now. Here, we, here we are again now. Do you know what I mean? I um, and like you know, you know, you've got other teams that you've got who've gone and, and won the league um, in in those periods. You know, it wouldn't have been as painful if Liverpool would have won it in that season. Yeah, looking back. Tony, I, I want to say I feel sorry for you here, but I'm an Evertonian. I'm sitting here thinking, you don't know what the word painful means. <laughs> True, I know. <laughs> no, I mean, taking on a more, more, more light-hearted note, I mean, you were around some characters at the time as well, weren't you? Yeah. As well as the team having quality and, you know, some of the players you've mentioned uh, will go down in the history books in England, never mind, and, and the Premier League itself, never mind, Liverpool. Is there any, any characters in particular that stuck out around that time that made that, you know, your period particularly enjoyable? Well, there was loads. I mean, it was it was a it was a very strong dressing room. You know, the, like I said, the characters in there. I mean, like just like when I walked in there, you know, there was like like Steve Nichol was there, like Ronnie uh, Ronnie Whelan, um, John Barnes, Michael Thomas, Mark Walters, yeah, um, Jamo, Bruce Cobble, I was still there. Um, then you had like say, like the younger lads. You'd have um, um, Fowler, Redknapp, McManaman, McIntyre, yeah. Mark Kennedy. Yeah, um, it, it was it was a laugh a minute. Honest yeah. to God, it was a laugh a minute. It was ruthless. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the, the lad, the lads who stuck out for me. Like, I I ruined with with Macatee for for long periods of time. So it was like, he, he was a good mate of mine. Um, I sat next sat next to Mark Kennedy he, again. He, he was great. But he like John Barnes. He, he was John Barnes was just brilliant. You know what I mean? Was he? he was brilliant. He was brilliant around the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was like the kind of the like when I first went in, he was like he was like kind of like the Godfather of the, of the <laughs> Yeah, he was great. I heard you say you used to just run five aside in training. He, he would, yeah, and like, and, and again, you know, the, whatever side John Barnes was on, would always win. Yeah. And then what happened was he would kind of criticise Jamo now and again for in training, kind of messing around a little bit, or you know, trying trying to do some extravagant things. Yeah. So he didn't like training. He didn't like Jamo on his side and the five aside. <laughs> so he'd always say when we're walking over, he'd always say to me, "Get in the goal here." <laughs> so I always get put on John Barnes' side, and John Barnes' side is just always win because he would organise, pull so many strings, and like you, you'd learn off him. Like, like he'd like make a running call for it. And then you give it to him, and he go, "Can you not see? I don't want that." <laughs> and then you're like, "Okay." And then it's like a different level of genius. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no one's on that wavelength. I know, I know, but it's like, like there's me, like a young lad going injured. I mean, like I, I just kind of went on it, 
Was that just vacating the space? Look at him there, and then you're <laughs> just like, God, yeah, and and you're learning. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Off like the ver- some of the very very best. You I mean no? There's probably lads who are, I don't know. You know, no disrespect to whoever. I don't know. There might be like a lad who's gone in a Berry say yeah. at the same period of time, yeah. and they're probably the players he's he's in and around. I just haven't got that insight into football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where I was really fortunate. I think doesn't seem to have done you any harm. You spell Liverpool, even though you didn't make first team appearances. It's, it's done you no harm, has it? I think that's what you're getting at there, wasn't it? No, yeah. no. I mean, like, what do you mean going forward? Yeah, going forward. Yeah, it hasn't hindered your career. It's an absolute. It was an absolute springboard. Like, yeah. not, not like not that it didn't do any harm. It was. It was like it, it's it, yeah, the opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite because yeah. look, you, you, look, you, you, your glass is always got to be half full in, in yeah. my mind, um, and it always has been. Do you know what I mean? Like, I genuinely consider myself like just one of the luckiest people around. Yeah, because I'd swap with you. Like, <laughs> yeah, same, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because like, you know. The, you, People go, oh, you were dead on the Liverpool and all that. You know, I can't believe I ever played you. And I'm like, you should have got games. And God, you give you this name bonus. And you know, it's kind of, it's all like people talk to you sometimes or try and talk to you about Liverpool as like a bit of a dark period. Yeah. And you just weren't. Yeah. It, was like, it, was, it was like one of the best times of my life. It's just an education for you then. We're a boss time, it an was, education. And it then was. you've gone on to have a boss life and footy. Exactly, and, that's, that, and that, that's why I look at it because you know, like, like I said, all their names are just rattled off there. Yeah. Like you're sitting in the room, you're sitting in the bath with them and all that. <laughs> yeah. Like they're doing, like throwing things out in the shower and all that, and, <laughs> and sipping you up and having a laugh and burning you with with hot tea spoons and <laughs> and you're thinking trying to make you eat the shit and trying to make you eat the <laughs> shit as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it honest to God, it, like, it, it was brilliant. Like and, and you know, I, I really, I really, really enjoyed myself. And you know, um, it would have been great to play. Um, no, I, I wouldn't lie. It would have been great to play games, but um, it's been around in plays. I tell you what, I mean, like, I, some, like you, you talk, you talk about them to lads now, and they'll kind of go on in order. I mean, because yeah. like I said, you don't know where some lads have, have started their careers elsewhere, and you're talking about Barnes, Fowler, yeah. like Fredknapp, Grobola, and they're just like, oh my God, yeah, unbelievable names. You know what I mean? Um, like, you know, European Cup winners. It, it's mad because you know everyone goes all about you know, um, you know Champions League and all that, and and you know, it's like as if football's already started mm. in the last twenty years, yeah. mm. and everything before is like is is, is non non existent. But you know, it's about league winners. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Well, looking at looking at your CV, obviously in the clubs you went to play for, and you, you lose it to it. Then I think every manager must have just looked at it and thought, if he's been around Liverpool that period of time, yeah. and he's been you know entrusted and he's he's stuck around amongst those players and being able to mix it every day, the level of professionalism alone requires means that. It's not a gamble, yeah, bringing him in. Yeah. Surely that, you know, it, it come into my thinking in any industry. If you look at someone's CV and go, well, that's where he's worked, and he's worked there for that period of time, there's no question in his mentality there. You know, even to sit on the you know the bench for that many times and yeah. not, you know, kick up a fuss. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a lot of that going on, wasn't there? Starting to go on, you know, players going, I'm, I'm, I'm done off. here, I'm off because I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, looking back at the period of time when I, when I was on the bench, um, I think it was it was seen as as pretty all right to just have maybe a, an, an unexper- inexperienced goalkeeper on the bench because Man United had um, Kevin Pilkington. Pilkington, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like you know, he d- I think he might have played a couple of games or mm. so. I'm not too sure, but he didn't play many. And and, and he's talking about the the Man United side, they were winning leagues, yeah. and they were going. It's fine to have a lad on the bench who's got no experience. Mad, isn't it? When you think about yeah. it. But as now, you know, you're spending like you know forty, fifty million quid on, on goalkeepers yeah. to just sit on the bench and just do nothing. Mm. Um, and like you know, you've got to have maybe. Maybe a couple of them, as well as your number one. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think maybe nowadays that the budgets are that big, you can afford to do that. 
Mm. Would you know what? Like, th- there's just so many millions sloshing around. Umar's just, Umar's just like really back up the goalkeeper as well. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it wasn't really. And um, some of Pool supporters now are talking about Mignolet not being up to it, and he's a, he's a top draw keeper, really, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, smart, he, isn't he? again, you know, just it's just been. I think the thing which Mignolet's, um, I was going to say fault, obviously not his fault. The thing that he he was up against was, um, he was asked him to play out. And and you know he he didn't do that. Yeah, it's not part of it. Sunderland. Yeah, he just didn't do it with Sunderland. And then the the thing which kind of really goes against him is following Rainer, yeah, Yeah. who was probably playing in midfield in a championship. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. the 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 distribution he had was like ridiculous. Um, we've kind of seen we've only just seen the likes of it recently. Yeah, yeah, with Edison and 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 Allison and even Pickford to a lesser extent. Exactly. You know, Rainer was like ten years ahead of the game. Like yeah. in, in, in in the Premier League for that absolute accuracy. Well, he, he, played out, he played out once in a, in a pre-season oh, yeah, friendly against yeah. Celtic. Yeah. I remember watching it, yeah. And he had a good game as well and they scored. Come yeah. in on the edge of the box, <laughs> they put one in the top corner. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. so, so, so like, you know, for, 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 um, for Mingale, it's been asked, you know, to, you know, this is, this is the way we're going to play. You've got to be able to do this. He, he, he was up against it. So, yeah. you know, he, he was always going to find it very, very difficult. Um... So you know, I, I think I think that's that, that people don't appreciate appreciate that do they as much. I mean, like it, it, people, it's given it's given to them. You're a goalkeeper, you do the job of a goalkeeper. But there's so many different types of goalkeepers now that you get, and there always has been. Yeah. But it was probably never really considered, was it? You know, keepers who come out in a certain way, keepers who come and always claim crosses, keepers who prefer to organise, keepers who kick, keepers who bowl. You know, it's, yeah. It, and and uh, like you're saying, it, it tosses for courses, isn't it? If you want a certain type of keeper, you've got to go and recruit somebody exactly. who can do all the things you want from them. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you, you've got to go and do that. I mean, like, like, um, like Man-, Man City kind of imploded, didn't he? When he went and got Bravo, it was yeah. like all mm. about a ball-playing goalkeeper. Yeah. And, you know, the, 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 sh- the sh- um, goals-to-shots ratio was like, was ridiculous. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It was like just just shooting you. Shoot, you know, I've, I've two shots, you're going to score. <laughs> but he's boss of passing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So what, he, yeah. like, what, what was he? Was he? It was mad with Bravo, wasn't it? Because they signed him and then, what, a year later, bombed him out and just got Edison in. And yeah. that was it. Yeah. And like, you know, like, well, think the writing was on the wall with, with Hart, wasn't it? Because um, yeah. he, like, um, he, 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 was, he was coming in, in Guardiola. Um, so the writing was, was, was definitely on, on, on the, the wall with Hart. Now, they just went the other way. They just went and got a goalkeeper. He was really good with his feet. Who's who's not very good at goalkeeping? Really. <laughs> it reminds of me. It reminds of me of having a, an under 12s team or something at Liverpool, and it, it still happens now. They go just throw throw anyone in goal because we're just about developing the other players. We're not really bothered with the keepers right now yeah. because it, it is still the mentality in a lot of academies. Let's yeah. wait till the 15, 16 because we don't even know if they're going to become six foot two, six foot three, six foot four. So what's the point? Mm. And it was almost like that. They were like, as long as the rest of the players can still do their thing, just yeah. get someone who can pass it. Yeah, exactly. But then quickly <laughs> you realise you've got to be able to stop them as well. I know, I know. And, and, and I think like goalkeeping went that way a little bit. It's like yeah. everything's, everything's got to be, you know, you've got to be phenomenal with your feet and that's, that's going to be like the, the main box that you've got to tick. Everything else will try and work on. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's mad, it's, it? it's, it's mad. And, and then now, now, with the, um, now with Edison, you've got like, they got the complete package, I think. He's like, he's, he's some keeper like yeah, keeper. I was watching some of your highlights last night. And oh um, <laughs> pulled off some good saves against Liverpool, didn't you? That Louis Garcia one that was going top right. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Um, Sam Apia, he had that ball. He scored a similar one against Juve, but you stopped it. That's right. It took a little deflection off someone's foot as well, yeah. so it was a bit hard to get hold of. <laughs> Don't yeah. forget putting that in. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw you throwing it out a few times. Well, you've got a David James like throw on you. But what well, I was going to ask you, how do you see yourself as a keeper? Like, what's your style? Uh, like distribution, shot stopping. Um, 
all-rounder. Shot stop. I'll be honest with you, probably the thing that, that let me down throughout my career was my distribution, like kicking off the floor. Okay. That's probably the thing which hindered me uh, a little bit. Um, like, look now, goalkeepers can absolutely shell it. It's like a launch pad, and the accuracy they've got now, and I'm talking down the divisions, for me, like right down, like, you know, it, the, the, the goalkeepers that, that we've got at Atkinson, mm. they can almost put it into the opposite area. Yeah. I, I'd be willing to bet, though, those keepers have been keepers or have been playing since they were like six, seven. And I suppose if you didn't have those foundations at that earlier stage, yeah. you've come in at 18 and expected yeah. to do all the things technically correct that the likes of David James has been doing since maybe he was 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, a tough yeah. ask, isn't it? It is, it is, it is a tough ask. And, um, you know, it weren't even expected then. So I remember, like, you'd say, like, you'd, um, you'd get one roll back to you on your left foot. Ronnie Milan say, just stick it into the stand. He said, try and get it down the line, but if not, stick it into the stand. Don't mess around. Don't yeah. be trying to, like, kind of mess around with the ball. Not... I've not got any problem with it going straight in there. I don't think anyone did, did it? Was no. it was kind of in the nineties? It was if in doubt. It was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But now, no, you've got to be able to use both your feet. You've got to be able to deliver, even on your wrong foot. You've got to be able to kind of because, like, I could never really say stop the ball and like take it on my feet and clip it down the left wing with my left foot. I couldn't. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I said, it, it was never expected of me. Um, if it's rolling back to me, I can put my foot through it. And where it ends up, who knows? But <laughs> if it goes off the pitch, yeah, yeah. as long as it goes off the pitch. Yeah. Um, but now, the expectations, like, that's the one thing I've noticed. Well, two things in football I've noticed the most over the last few years is like goalkeeping distribution and the quality of the football pitches. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you go down, to, like, I remember Anfield, like, they'd like re, re-, re- turf, like, the, the area. Yeah. And, like, Different colour and all that. Yeah. And, like, you bounce the ball, be hard there, then it'd be soft there. <laughs> and then you go to kick and uh, from a goal kick. And it'd, um, it'd, it'd like, like a carpet, it'd roll up, and you'd have to roll it back <laughs> down. And, you know, that's like a Premier League ground. Like, you know, you go to, say, like Cambridge or something, yeah. like Div 1 or Div 2, whatever, and the pitches are brilliant. Yeah. So they're the two things that I've, well, you know, the pitches are kind of, it is, it is a big thing, I suppose. But um, but goalkeeping distribution yeah. is just like, they can just... Do you know when you watch, like, countries where football's emerging, or even the women's game, um, goalkeeping's always the last to catch up yeah. in it. Um, did you find that in India? Yeah, um... Well, kind of yet, yet and no, because um, when when I went over there, um, look, the, the football in India, it is an amazing country, so you just see some weird decisions, <laughs> some like strange things happen, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. um, and mainly in front of the goal, because yeah. what it is like, I know, you sometimes wonder what they see, yeah. and it's like, why have you just passed it to him there when he's in front of goal and he's not your man? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I can't believe it's done that, it's just, it's bizarre. Um, and... The, the the reason well when I when I went over there, John Gregory said to me, he said, Look, he said, you've got to you allow five foreign players on the pitch at any one time. And he said, We're gonna go with an Indian goalkeeper. There's some teams <laughs> go with foreign goalkeepers, which obviously you only allow four outfield players. But we're going for five outfield players, so you need to get this lad up to speed. Mm. Um so I had this um, Indian goalkeeper, Kalinjit Singh, um, I like, from the Punjab area mm. and um, he was great. He would just like he would work like like a madman. What you told him to do? Oh, uh, and you think to yourself like it's absolutely roast rot here. Like mm. I'm 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 wobbling <laughs> there, just standing there. Do you know what I mean? And um, there was there was and we had a couple of other goalkeepers, but he was like he was our number one goalkeeper. And um, by all accounts, the seasons before he'd been kind of average. You know what I mean? Um, and there was a few things. There was a few like basics which I was surprised that he didn't know. Now, Michael mm. um, Matsnati had been the goal, sorry, I've been the manager there yeah. um, in previous seasons. And you're thinking he's he's won the World Cup. This fella, yeah. do you know what I mean? He must he's have had. Oh, he is crack, <laughs> as you know, yeah. Um, but he must have like yeah. a goalkeeper coaching who kind of knows 
like not to lean back like mm. when I'm having a shot at you and stuff and move your feet and all that anyway do you know what I kind of thought I'm not going to be looking backwards like it, it starts now this is what we're going this is going to be like our basics going through and no, nobody done right in Callinger he was um, he just he didn't make very mistakes very many mistakes mm. and he uh, he made a lot of good decisions and he made a lot of big saves in big games yeah and we, en- and we ended up winning the league yeah yeah and it was and you know like from f- f- my personal um, point of view um, Callinger was was absolutely he was absolutely phenomenal. He had a really good, really good, solid season. He was he yeah. was he was, re- he was a joy to work with. Really, yeah. How good. tall was he? He wasn't very tall. He's no, he's done not many of them are very tall. Are they? No, you know, no. it probably sounds like a generalisation, but you know, well, they, they have um, they have like nutritional problems. Mm, they, yeah. they don't eat particularly well when they're young. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, seeing that though, in areas that is like um, in the Punjab where he's from. Yeah. They, they've said to me, you know, they're all generally bigger fellas. They, a lot yeah. of them, they have like a lot of them go to the army and stuff. Um, mm. You got the northeast, which is borders with China. Yeah, yeah. So they're um, like Oriental yeah. looking. So they're, they're generally a little bit. The yeah. massive calves in there. Yeah, but they're generally generally shorter. Yeah. Um, and then where where we were um, down the southeast, like there was, you see the kids who come and watch us play footy, like watch us train. And that's why I'm only wearing like you know, 12. And you're like, you'd get it. If your kid was like that in England, you'd get arrested because yeah. they were like yeah. looking malnutrition. Yeah. Or, oh, I see. Not, not, not so much malnutrition, like kind of like, like a bag of bones, but just really small. Mm. And you think, he looks about like seven. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And I, I, used to say, I used to say to them, the coach, how come they're so small? And say, they just, they just don't eat well. He said, don't have, don't have any protein. Protein's expensive. So it's a lot of kind of veg, uh, vegetable-based diets. And, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, they're generally, generally a, a, bit, a bit smaller. Generally quite timid as well, aren't they? Did you notice that from your keeper? I mean, so- Southeast Asia in general, or East Asia, it's like it's uh, not, not aggressive over there at all, is it? No, like, no, it, it's not. But the thing I found was, was like, if... You know, disappointingly as well. Like they did, you know, we never come into like kind of my my, um, my training or anything, or only training within within the within the the the, um, the team. But what you would find is, if someone was what, what I found was, if someone's superior to you, oh yeah, you just you've got to be so subservient to about them. to yeah, yeah yeah. And then what happens is then and then if you if someone's superior to me. Yeah, it's I, can, I can do what I want with them. It's higher, hierarchical. Yeah, yeah. there's a hierarchy yeah, everywhere, isn't it? Well, they have the caste system in India, yeah. so <coughs> it's it's like it, it, it kind of manifests itself everywhere. Like you see some some people like um, like clicking their fingers at waiters and yeah. and dismissing people really like oh, disgracefully. Yeah. Do you know it, what it, 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 it sounds mad though, but they don't consider it rude, do they? It's like that's the way it is because I've no. I've been around. Yeah. Some Indian people where I've said, like, you can't do that. And, well, that's what you've got to do to get people's attention. That's just the way it is. And mm. and I, I've met people, you know, again, and, and I'm still friends with people from India who are not like that when they're, you know, in England or in America yeah. or in Europe, but they just, they're just like that in their own country. Yeah, do you know what? I, I I look, I don't look, they're not my values. It, right, it doesn't make yeah. it right, but yeah. I just... Uh, it's a cultural thing, do you know yeah. what I mean? But, like, someone in our team um, made someone size laces. Yeah, and And... It was like it was like it was like the middle management, you know what I mean? Yeah. And what they were doing was they were like they were having like I weren't there, but like one of the one of the lads who one of the English lads who was over there, like a sports scientist, said he witnessed it like like they were <laughs> having a five side on the Astro pitch and the lad who they brought to bring the balls down, um, just clicked them and get on any time laces. So the lad had to run on, tie his laces and then run back off. <laughs> and then oh and then the lad said to him, like, what, what what do you do that for? He went, It's my job, mate. He said, I've got to do it or I'm out of a job. So that's basically it. 
So, so you know, no one likes doing these things, but it's all it's all about like kind of you got to do it or you're off because someone else will do it. Yeah. So it kind of leads in nicely to your relationship with Stan Collymore this chat, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose it does, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, he was like that, weren't he? But yeah. superiority yeah. complex. Um, and, you know, there's an interaction with you in, in uh, I think, a friendly game in Ireland and you were sharing a room with him. Um, and, you know, w- you, there was a double bed and a single bed. That's right. That story, do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, it, it went in Ireland. It was in, um, oh, was it? It was in Sunderland. Okay. And it was um, it was a it was like a, a league cup game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically, I went into the room. Me and him were rooming together. They pulled us like pull us in together. Um, the first time I was room with him. And um, yeah, there was a single bed, double bed. He was like the record side. I thought I'm not copping for that double bed because I, I will get launched out of that straight away. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So put my gear on the double, on the single bed. Hung my suit carrier up, and then um, and then he just walked in and put a suit carrier down on the bed and just said, "Hang that up." But walked past the. The, um, what year is this? How established are you by now? Well, yeah, I've been around. Like, so I'll be able to find out. He's probably played, probably played Sunday in the, in, the, in, the, in the League Cup yeah. away. It was at Roker Park. So Must have been 96, I think. Around about then. Around mm-hmm. about then, yeah. been there a good while then. Um, and he just said, hang it up. I was like, what are you on about? <laughs> and he goes, no, he said. Not messing? No, no. He, he was, he was deadly. I thought he was messing. Yeah. But he was deadly serious. And he said, hang it up. And I was like, no. He goes, you hang that up. I'm the senior pro in the room. You hang that up. You do what I say. <laughs> and I just told to fuck off. Um, and I walked out and then I went, I went, I went and sat with Steve Arkness. <laughs> he was down, down the hall. So I was like, that fucking stands. Probably more his best mate. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> <laughs> trying to shoot up there. He's, he's off his head. Um, yeah, so so that was that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. again, you know, I think Stan had his issues then. And, mm, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then we had a little little form out in, in, in Ireland, you're like a fighting out in Ireland when he Yeah I took his chair. Like it, it, it was it was silly things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um which is a shame really. Who won that fight by the way? I've heard you talk about it and he never says who won. Well I was on top of him. <laughs> I was on top of him. No no one had to stop it. no dude I, I I had a little bit of a, I had a little bit of an advantage because um he'd upset everyone. Yeah. No no just nobody liked him because he was the thing about Stan was was that if if you constantly like like a divvy just nobody deals with you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But he was like, he was, he was like a, he was like a divvy 20% of the time. But when he was a divvy, it was like unbelievable things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he'd draw you in and be great for like a couple of weeks. And then he just, he just like throw his, his toys out the pram like unbelievably. Yeah. And he's like, I can't believe what I've just witnessed there. That is unbelievable from a grown man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he'd be all right for like big long spells. He'd be great, you know, like laughing and joking and all that. And then he'd just do something else like, Bizarre, <laughs> like embarrassing. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, like we're in Ireland, and um, somebody put water on my chair, and then I just like got the next chair. It was, yeah. like, a, it was like a really big, big like dining table or in this big hall and that. And then so I'm sitting there eating me pre-match meal now, and um, he just goes and put my chair back. There's like, a million chairs about like. Oh, they were just everywhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, no, and then he, he raises his voice, then he's trying to mug me off, do you know what I mean? Something like, I can't, like, can't. get off, I just can't. Mm. So he just picks the chair up and just, like, just tries to take my head off with his chair. And luckily enough, I, like, you know, if, if he hadn't have blocked it with my hands, he'd, yeah. he'd, he'd, he'd took my head off. Mm. So I, I blocked it with, with my arms, like, protect myself. And then as I've done that, he's kind of, like, he's kind of, like, launched the chair and then just hit me. And then we've jumped up. Yeah. But like, like, like I said, the top there, like, he'd upset a few people. So I've got J-Mom and Razor on either side of me. 
It's a good scene. It was, yeah. <laughs> so, do you know, like when a fight kind of goes off, everyone just gets involved, don't they? Yeah. But it was just all kind of pushing towards Stan. Yeah. And then we we fallen on the floor, and then I'm just on top of him, just like hitting him. Because yeah. things, you know, you're angry. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're angry. Share it, like yeah. Um, <laughs> and then and this so, was pre-match. Yeah, it was pre-match. Yeah, and do you know what it was as well? It was like it was the first game I was ever going to play. Like for the first team, it was in pre-season. It was in Ireland, yeah. and then Stan tries to like kill you with a chair, <laughs> and then. Um, so yeah, so so that was pretty much yeah. So like that that kind of goes on, and um, I'm on top of meeting them and stuff, and then I get dragged off, and then um, standing there just like looking at each other, just staring each other, and then we just goes at it again. So it's just scrapping again, a few few like you know, f- uh, you know hands get thrown, and uh, it was like it was just kind of, it was basically you know, like got over each other's collars and just yeah. like getting nailing each other. Yeah. Um, and we're like swinging round. I remember Roy Evans has <laughs> jumped in the back to try and stop it. I remember, I remember just dating Roy Evans. <laughs> and I go, oh my God, like, like how's this day turned round? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> how's, how's, it, how's it gone like this? And, um, and yes, yeah, so that was that. So Roy Evans got cracked. Oh, um, and then oh, Stan, Stan gets off to his room. You're thinking, I'm not playing now. I'm, yeah, I'm just thinking, oh my God, like, what's going on? Crack like, the manager. Just yeah. Yeah. Me <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he sits down, Stan's got off. Remember, like, Robbie's going to me, oh, like, fucking, yeah, fucking prick him, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like what's he up to? And, like, it, it, was, it, was just, it was just out of order, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, anyway, gets to the ground now. Like, sh- I, don't, I don't know whether it was Shelbourne or something, yeah. I'm not too sure. And, um, and then Stan just stands up and goes, I'm not mentally right to play today. And Ray Evans sound, okay, Lee Jones, you're in. Because Stan just wanted confrontation, do you know what I mean? Like, to be, like, the, the centre. Yeah, um, and, and Roy Evans just put the pin back in it. I mean, sounds great. You sit down there, um, Jonesy. You're starting, yeah. And then just left him, and then he could see he was like, like he wanted, he wanted the confrontation, but he, yeah. but he never got it. Yeah. Um, and then we won one nil, so it was great. Yeah. yeah. What so. What was it like going forward with him then? Like, I just didn't talk to him for the rest of my days. Then you know. no, no. And it, it was funny actually because, like, I could get my own back because we'd, we'd have shooting, and like, I actually, <laughs> I actually remember Jamo at the time, like when Stan stormed off. And um, we'd finished our scram. Jamo said, um, "Should we get the, Should we get a spare? Should we go and get a spare key from the um, from the reception and just fill him in <laughs> like that?" <laughs> and I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, come ahead, yeah." So, that so imagine sure. Warren no. James bouncing into your room. <laughs> so, so we're, we're contemplating it for a little bit, and then it just dawned on us it wasn't a good idea. Do you know what I mean? Oh my god! So, um, so that was that. So then, anyway. Um, Going forward, I just refused to save any of Stan's shots. <laughs> like in in um, in in um, shooting, yeah. Or before, like, because like the second keeper would go in goal, wouldn't he? Yeah. Before the game, so he'd be like the cannon fodder, and I, I, I refused to save another one of his shots. <laughs> I think unless it was unless it was say um, like in, in a five side. Yeah. I think actually, I think. I thought Roy Evans, I think Roy Evans might have put us on the same side all the time. So there was never like a conflict, you know yeah, what I mean? Like so yeah. Yeah. smart. Yeah. Mm. So so when so in the games I never had to face him. But in, in, in shooting practice and he used to go he used to go berserk. He used to drive him mad. And um I remember being at Melwood and like, you know, he'd be diving around and all that and then like he'd roll to the edge of the box and he'd shoot and he'd just stand there and that. And he just turned to Roy Evans, like in front of the old squad, you know what I mean? Like, mm. like, what's he doing? Like, <laughs> he's embarrassing me and all that. And Roy Evans just went like, <laughs> he said, you know, fight with me, don't like you. He said, so what do you want him to do? And yeah. he said, and, his, and, and Jamie, wouldn't, Jamie wouldn't dive after any of his shots either. <laughs> oh, so both of you? Both of us, no, oh, wouldn't dive, no. No satisfaction no. from scoring a goal. Yeah. 
And then and I'd do the same in the warm up um, before the games. And I can remember once at Anfield, he stormed in. So I just kind of continued on there. And then I remember coming into the changing room, I could hear him rattling off, going, he's fucking, he's embarrassing me in front of all the crowd and all that. And I was like, fuck off. I said, you're fucking, you're trying too hard now. I said, I said, like, you missed, you, you missed half of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> half of them missed. And there was like there was a bit of a slanger match going on again. And I was like, that look, Stan, like you threw a chair at his head, mate. Yeah. I don't like you. So, like, just get on with it. You know what I mean? You've got it, you've got to kind of just like deal with it now. Do you know what? Probably a good job you didn't go against them because he didn't like Harkness and he tried to break his leg, didn't he, when he played for Villa? I don't know if you remember that, but. Yeah, I've heard about it, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. Went on him. Sounds like he had a temper. Yeah. He did, but I was I wouldn't well, I wasn't bothered. Yeah, nobody was. Would be all six for four. No, but he's a big fella himself. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's bigger than me. But um, look, you know, you know, look, looking back now, I've I've come across him since. Yeah. Um, we've like been in like these kind of like um, like legends tours, PFA tours and stuff. We play together. I look, I'm on side with him now. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So you know, it's water under the bridge. Everyone changes, don't he? Yeah. I see him. I heard him on Talksport a few times, and I thought he was sound. He, yeah. You know. Like I said, it's wasn't as big, but it's a funny story, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yes. Was there any any other like altercations you had while you were in the squad? Any any other players you didn't get on with? Or no, do you know what? I I was like I got on with everyone. It was like do you know I, I tell you an interesting thing now that I realised when I first went to Liverpool when I first entered the first team squad, like I've been playing for Sunday League, um, like the, the pub teams and all that. Been playing Sunday League like under 18s yeah. um, for Merseyside and stuff. Everyone was mates, yeah. Every, just or, or I got on with everyone, and everyone was mates. And it was the first time when I was uh, I was in the changing rooms, and it was um, it was Torben Picnic, and I, actually, I mentioned it before, didn't I? And Julian Dix were arguing, and <coughs> do you know what? It surprised me. And it was obviously naive, but it surprised me. And I was just sitting there, and I was going, like, why? Why are these arguing? Like, yeah. how come? How come the whole room are not mates? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, no, you haven't seen it before. Yeah, Never seen before. Now, they've just been put together, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. And I remember, um, I remember Julian Dix just going, "You fucking shit, you and all." That. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were saying he was going to, Julian Dix was saying he was going to fill him in, and Torben, you say, "Ah, oh, get your medals on the table and that." And Julian Dix going, "I don't give a fuck about your medals." No, because the um, they won the Euros, didn't they, in '92, yeah, yeah. and when oh, they, yeah. they got into the back Denmark. door, yeah, yeah, got into the back door. Well, they, they won it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Something's on the telly about it the other day. Yeah. Um, but they won it, and Torben used to throw that at them all the time. And Dixie weren't having it, but they were like some slanger matches, and that was the first time. And like, that was the first time I was exposed to like big kickoffs in the changing yeah. room. I thought, God, like, I, I think, I, I I think Dix might have got sold that same summer or around the time when he came in, but it wasn't wasn't long after, you, was it? No, he, he went around, for, he, he went there yeah. for long, but he was he was a good player. Yeah. Um, had a wonderful left peg on him. I remember in the reserves, he just said to him, "Just give it to me, give it to me, and I'll just deliver it." Mm. And I remember we played uh, we played Man United at Old Stafford, and he said, "Just give, just every time you get it, give it to me." And um, and it did, and he would just he would like he'd have like the disguise on and everything, but he had an absolute cannon on him. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. can put it anywhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, ends up beating ends up beating Man United like I think like about three one or something. But um, I always remembered, <laughs> I always remember there was a time he had an um, he had this lovely brand new Porsche, right? Yeah. It was a brand new convertible Porsche, and he had it parked up. I think he was injured or something because he went saying him with us. And he had it parked up. Uh, does you remember? Have you ever been to like the old Melwoods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like where you'd walk in and then you'd, you'd walk like up the like little balcony, wasn't it? A walk like then you walk to the corner and you go in like by where the canteen was mm. and that. And that's where Evans, the, the, the manager's spec was. So he had his car parked kind of there, 
facing the pitches, like as if he's kind of coming out, you know what I mean? So sitting in this car, glorious summer's day, roof down. You had, you think you had like, you had like, always had mad dogs, like them English bulls, you know, the ones that rip your heads off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had one of them and that. And I'm um, saying it's finished now. So we're walking across the 18 pitch, and there's two balls just there. And I was, I was like just ahead of the pack. And um, and he's sitting in his car. I don't know why it's funny, but he just <laughs> booted the cat, the ball, so far, just as far as I could. And you could see him just like looking like that. You're like, what are you playing that? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I missed like, 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 it just kind of bounced like about 20 yards away from his car. <laughs> I'll never forget. Then that was just behind me. Like, well, I'd have another go like that. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, my distribution weren't the best. Like, so we never expected to, to do anything with it. Anyway, as soon as I've hit it. Oh, oh, that's no. going places, that. Oh, my God. And it's flown right. And like, it's put, what about a 60 grand car? You know what I mean? Back in his day. <laughs> and it just bounced right off the front bumper. <laughs> bounced, like, yeah, like back ahead. And no one made a big mad thud. <laughs> and and he st- yeah, yeah, he stood up. Like, the roof was down. He stood up like that. And he's got his hands on the windscreen. He's looking over. And he goes, you fucking smash my car now. Fucking kill you. <laughs> oh my God. He's got, a, he's got a dog that could kill you in, in the passenger seat. He's going to kill you himself. His car's worth 60 grand. They probably took about 15 grand off it. I, not a good day, this. But as soon as the other lads were rolling around. Oh, they were screaming. Yeah. He was screaming. I was like, oh no, but I got, I got sucked into that one. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Called Captain Jamie Redknapp there. Yeah, set, <laughs> setting your ride up. Setting your ride up, lining me up. <laughs> Was there much of the like I just say the arguing and that when you walked into the restaurant? Was there much of that going on? Did, did people have many fallings out while you were there? Um, that you can talk about. <laughs> do you know what they were? I think you just kind of like just and bag stuff. Yeah, or, or just kind of like professional ones. There wasn't so much. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing much kind of hatred towards like towards each other. I mean, like probably the probably the most uh, one I can remember the most is probably like me and Stan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I like Stan would upset a lot of people. Like from that period. Um, there aren't many people who got a lot of good things to say about Stan, really, because yeah. he, was, he was just like. Did he have a mate? I don't think he did. No, no, not even one. No, I mean, I mean, uh, th- th- as much as he said, certainly the um, catalyst of his own problems must have been tough, wasn't it? You know, you're saying he, he, he was having a bad time at, at that point. Must have been tough having no mates and thinking. Well, do you know what? Right, it was like. It, it was probably the most friendly place I've, I've seen, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think it, it was probably, like you said, he, he was the architect of his own downfall because mm-hmm. um, everyone there, everyone in there was great personalities um, and wanted to do well. And I'll tell you what, they wanted Stan to do well. Yeah. Because when Stan was on it, he was unplayable. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. take that away, can everyone you? No, that, he, yeah. was, he was... He was just a... That was Newcastle a, game comes to mind. Oh, uh, do you know what? He was just a brilliant player. He was like... He was fast, he was strong. He was great with both feet. He could head the ball. He was like aggressive, yeah. And like when he was on it, he would just steamroll the whole. You know what I mean? He'd steamroll through training, yeah. And he was brilliant, but he just went on it enough, yeah. Um, and then like he kind of pick and choose, or he was or either unplayable or he went basically miles well not being on the pitch, yeah. Almost like that, weren't it? Yeah, p- p- pretty much, pretty much like that. That that's the kinds of. So then, you know, when when you got him coming in, and there's like the big hope, mm. and then then you see you see like you see the game thing. My God, like. This fella could be the one, like him, him and Fall up front. Yeah, you, you can live with that. Yeah, yeah. it's impossible. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then, yeah, he, he probably wouldn't just bring, he just wouldn't bring his tools out enough. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, I obviously had my own issues with standing that, but I, I didn't see, I didn't see much of it really. I mean, I think, um, I think when Paul Lynch come in, there was like a little bit of a, 
a thing with John Barnes. Yeah, because they, they were like two big. He's trying to establish himself as, yeah. the, as the gaffer. Yeah, governor. Governor. Yeah, governor. Yeah. Self-proclaimed, um, wasn't he? Probably <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, there was a little bit of beef with uh, Rosic and Farlow, weren't there? But was that just storming a teacup? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 look, they, they they were friendly because um, Sam Rosic, he. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> spot on. Um, yeah, we come back from Russia and um, everyone was cutting off people's shoes. But, like this, this is like this is like pre 9 11 Do you know what I mean? And we were on. Um, nobody take us to Russia. There was like a big. They wanted, like, I think British Airways and all other airlines wanted like a million pound bond to leave the plane on the yeah. o- over um, overnight or over a couple of nights. They had to fly around the war zone, like like the, the Bosnian War yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean. So we're on Aeroflot anyway. Aeroflot have like got a plane out of anger, <laughs> out of mothballs and flown <laughs> it to like to speak airport. And it smelt like it was mothballed. It was terrible. <laughs> um, so anyway, lands in Russia now. I've got these like crazy Russian, like, look like they're from the 70s. The, the, like the teeth were all shot and everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They were just like in, just, like, in bad nick. Like waistcoats weren't fitting oh, and all kinds. So um, anyway, on the way back up to the game now from Vladikavkas, um, I don't think Jamo was Jamo was trying to cut um, someone's tainies up with like a butter knife, but he was just sitting there and he was just like just constantly going like <laughs> that. And I was like, it's gonna be, it's gonna take him twenty minutes, but he's gonna get through someone's tainies. <laughs> so the fella just comes up like that and goes, yeah, I do want a proper knife. I just pulled out a knife. One of these Russians, yeah, like yeah. The, a Russian air, air like the, the air host, yeah. and um, it was like like a Rambo knife. <laughs> like he like, wearing a cooking knife. It was like a, yeah. to kill someone. Do you know what I mean? Something with. And um, and so James gone bang like about like about two um, slices through like to these things. It was like it was, like, it was a proper blade. Mm. Should I mean this blade starts getting landed round now on the plane <laughs> and stuff. And people's gears getting chopped up. And um, and I think Robbie cut up Razor's shoes. Or Razor thought Robbie cut them up and Razor weren't happy and Razor hit him when we got off the plane. Yeah. At, um, at speak. Yeah. A proper sparks, don't we? Yeah. Big, big lad, isn't he? Yeah, Can't no, imagine Farrell's a goal with Kip if that happens. No, <laughs> no he, he just, they were arguing, they were arguing for ages. Um, he just turned and hit him. Yeah. Like we, we, we were queuing up like to, in, in the airports like to leave and um, I think Razor lined him up. Razor made sure he's standing behind him, he just turned and cracked him. Yeah. Yeah, that that just sounds like kind of mates and it's yeah. just gone a bit too far, hasn't it? Yeah, you know, I, think, all, I think it was, yeah. There, that, those, yeah, those yeah definitely. The red mist comes down, yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to ask you a, 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 a question as never told me as well. Around that time, you know, we, we had the likes of Duncan Ferguson. There was some quite feisty derbies and, mm. you know, a lot of ex-Everton players and certainly as Everton fans, we were conscious we always had to get into use, yeah. you know, as the, 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 you know, the good side that you were, but having a few who were perceived as like pretty boys and, mm. and lads who could play footy but maybe couldn't mix it. Being around the squad and in the dressing room at that time, what, what was it like going into Merseyside derbies and what was the... The kind of, you know, the the mentality towards Everton. It, it, it was always tense. Like they, they were always like Liverpool. Always, I don't suppose seeing the better side. You yeah, know it's I mean? fair. Yeah. Um, like you said, like the thing that Everton could probably do a little bit better than Liverpool would, would mix it. Um, and yeah, it was tense. It, it was tense going like, leading into the games. You know what I mean? Um, don't remember any any many games specifically um, because a lot of them just kind of blend into into one because you're on the bench and you you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, yeah, you know, if, if you know, if you've played like you know five or six um, derbies, you can't probably remember each particular one. But when you can't just sit there observing, you know, it's just like just you can't just blend in, blend into each other. But um, yeah, always remember it being very tense leading up to to, to derby days. You know, you just never wanted to lose, did you? Um, be it all more away. Um, and yeah, I just remember just Everton being particularly feisty. I remember 
like Ferguson was always a danger. Yeah. He was just, he just had, just, he would, he would, he would they were just whipping in and, and they'd stick it right in the mixer for him, do you know what I mean? And he needed no second invitation. David James seemed, ter- seemed terrified of him in terms of like, I'm not coming out, I'm not even thinking about it. There's, just gonna there's, there's, there's like a vision I've got, I think it's a picture, like, where J-Mo was coming out for a cross. Right, and like, like, but Ferguson's got his head on it. <laughs> but like, J-Mo seems like as high as he can get, but Ferguson yeah. just seems to be like a foot <laughs> above. It, it's, yeah. it's weird. I think that, that was at the Gladys Street. I think it was Joe Royal's first game and he right. got above him and, 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 and nods it in. Yeah. One of his first he games. Was, and like, yeah, and he, he was a big threat and I think it, it was, you know, the thing about Ferguson was as well, he was like, um, he was, he was just aggressive, wasn't he? Mad. He was just <laughs> mad. Scary, and, and like, you know, <laughs> you can't... With elbows and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, 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 he'd worry about it later. Yeah. He'd do whatever he was doing, he'd worry about it later. You could tell that was... So you knew you were going to be in a game with Ferguson all the time. And especially the derbies. Um, you know, I think he, he maybe felt he had the number over JMO a little bit. Like, you know, or maybe anyone, or maybe any goalkeeper. You know, he's going to... If the ball gets put up into the, into the area, you're not coming out and having an easy cross. You know, you're yeah. taking an easy cross with Ferguson's around. Um, and yeah, you know, I suppose you know if you're playing, pff, I don't know if you're playing for Norwich or so on. It, it, you know, it's, it's just another big defender. It's sorry, another big attacker. But when it's in a derby, mm, um, I, I should imagine as a goalkeeper, you're like, you know, I'm 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 ra- round of the cost here, like yeah, massively. Just just to move it on in terms of chronologically, um, your last season then. Obviously, all the lads love Ray Evans when Jersey <coughs> Ray comes in, yeah. Um, which seems a mad, a mad thing to do, and it didn't work because mm. by November, Ray Evans had packed it in and he yeah. swerved it. So, what's your memories of that time um, and that dynamic between Uliye and Evans and what the players were thinking and what you were thinking? Well, I remember um, there was, I remember like pre season, um, it was it, it changed a lot um, because he had an assistant, Patrice Bruges. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember like there'd be lots of stretching and stuff and um you know like just the the the, the physical side of it you know like taking care of your body listen he, he, was, he was going in the right direction yeah. don't get me wrong so i mean he was um but it was just new and yeah. then plus as well if you're maybe a manager who people are a bit unsure about when, like like you said the dynamic was very very unusual and, and difficult yeah. um um it was it was you just kind of think oh well this is new like you know we don't really like this and I you suppose know, the lad's tendency was to side with Evans, wasn't it? Because yes, yeah, it man. was, yeah, yeah, it was. But then you know, like, but then um, you know, um, um, Ulier was kind of like bringing his bringing his own players in and stuff. Um, he was, he was. Um, I think, I think you know, he he, he, had, he had plans, didn't he, to get yeah. to get Evans out? You know what I mean? Well, listen, he done he done well in the end, Ulier, didn't yeah, he? Did yeah, he did? Yeah, yeah. What he was doing must have worked. Ultimately, yeah, he, he, he Ultimately. did. Um, so yeah, I, I remember just being, like I said, very, very difficult, and um, it was only going to go one way. Yeah. Uli weren't going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it, it was it was a shame as well because it was like it was the it was the it was the end of like the boot room era, um, yeah. which had been so successful for Liverpool like forever. Yeah, I remember um, being gutted because yeah. Evans was like the last one, weren't he? He well, was. Morant, yeah. Did Morant stay? Did he stay? I don't, think he, did, do you know, I don't think he did. No, no. no. I can't imagine being game for that. No, no. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just remember I remember Evans's last day. Um, he come in um, and he just announced he was getting off, mm. um, and we were just sitting in the changing rooms, and like you know he he, he was upset. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm laughing here. And then took took Liv Moore was with him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And took he was like he was a bit of a card and that. And, um, <laughs> and like Evans like walked away and that, and he went right. You fucking swat. You got like, <laughs> you got in the sack or something like that. <laughs> like just to try and bring a little bit of yeah, human to because it, it was yeah. so. 
It was so, it was it was a dark time. It was a really upsetting time. So we tried to bring a little bit of humour into it. Um, yeah. And then yeah, um, that that was it. Then so then uh, um, Julia was like the sole manager. Um, and then I, I knew he didn't like me at all. Yeah. Um, I think at that point we had um, Jürgen Nielsen in. Mm. Jürgen Nielsen had come in yeah. um, from Denmark. Um, and Sander Westerveld was there about then, weren't he? Sander Westerveld come after me. Later. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Jürgen was there um, and he was, he just, he, I don't know, he just didn't kind of like me. Maybe I was just like, you know, how old will I have been then? Like maybe 23, 24. Um, I probably thought, well, you know, like, you know, a bit of a, bit of a ladder around the place, like, you know, he, he, I need to get these out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I look, I, I was probably about, like, probably the end of his, his kick-out line, mm. but I was on it. Yeah. Um, you took him on to Celtic, was it? Yeah, yeah. Went along to Celtic, yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I got pulled in. I got pulled in. in full, interestingly enough, um, I spoke to, I spoke to Roy Evans um, in pre-season, and he said, look, he said, if you find yourself a club, you won't stand in your way. You can you can go for free. Do you know what I mean? Like fine, okay. So it was, it was the last year of my contract, and I knew I weren't going to stay. I knew then Liverpool weren't going to offer me another contract because I was I'd have been 25 then, mm. and then I never well I played been on loan to Swindon, but you know in all yeah. intents and purposes I hadn't really played. Um, and I thought there's no use in staying because if you want to if you want to progress and do anything for yourself as a goalkeeper, you, you can't be 26, 27 just been on a bench all the time. Yeah. So I thought, you know, this is going to be a big season. Anyway, um, Evans went and then the Celtic move came about. Yeah. Um, so then went up there, played for Celtic um, and then... So that must have been bossed or playing in front of an atmosphere. Like oh, that. that's brilliant, yeah. That's what you've been craving all these years, really, isn't it? It's like it was. comparable to, the, to Anfield, in, in a way, if, if not more. M- massively, yeah. it, it was. And, and, and again, like you ask yourself the question, because I remember when I made my debut for Swindon, you like you think to yourself, right, um, you're going to fuck up. That they, these things, you know, you'd have like these kind yeah. of self-doubts, you know what I mean? Like, you know, especially as a goalkeeper, you think to yourself, I'm going to like throw two or three through my hands. You just think these things... Um, I remember just sitting in the hotel room and thinking to myself, do you know what? If you if you you're, you're a goalie, if you, if you want to be a goalie, this is what you've got to do. Mm. Yeah. So you've got to you've got to go through it. You know what I mean? So get ready tomorrow because it's going to be a game on. Um, anyway, played the game. It was great. All, all went well. It was all fine. So you kind of got the monkey off your back now. You've actually played a professional game, which is great. Um, so then the same kind of thing happened up at, up at Celtic because it, it was just a, on, on a bigger level again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I played. Um, Played against St. Johnson. I mean, I, I got the I got brought into the office on a Friday, um, and I was. They said you're playing tomorrow. Yeah. If you want to go, you're playing tomorrow. So I just went up there, met, met the players in, in Saturday morning, and went and played St. Johnson. Got beat St. Johnson away, believe it or not, <laughs> um, two one. So then it's leading up now to the Old Firm game. Who's the manager then? Sorry, it was um, Dr. Joseph Venglos. Wow. Used to be, used to be the Villa manager as oh, well. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah right. So. Um, so we got the old firm game now. So it's like we got beat by St. Johnson. The press on our back. They're going like, "Who's this goalkeeper to come in?" He's, he's, he's like, "I always remember, always remember them saying he's Liverpool's fourth keeper." I remember, I remember like being like, "No, I'm not. I'm the third." You know what I mean? No Twitter, yeah, yeah. was there? <laughs> I know, yeah. So um, um, I remember just again having them kind of because I remember I remember speaking to um, a, a coach up there. He was he was the he was the fitness coach actually. And um, he said to me, oh, tell you what, mate, I've seen this game make or break plays, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, like you know. But what you needed to hear that. But you know what, right? It wasn't in a, it wasn't in a, um, it wasn't in, in, in a pressure way. It was just a very honest way. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he was going like, you know, like, you know, I, I think you up to the job, but... You need to be prepared for You this. need to be ready, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's probably really, probably a good way to describe yeah. it. Um, and then 
I remember the, the, I remember the, the press kind of just because the, the pretty kind of Rangers based up up in Scotland, you know what I mean, and a pressure on our case and that. Mm. Um, I mean, he needed to win the game to keep um, um, keep on on the coattails of Rangers. Um, so anyway, yeah, we, we won the game five one, wow. and, and it was like the atmosphere in, in, in Parkhead was unbelievable. It's yeah. like it's the largest game I've ever played in. Yeah, in me, like still to today. Yeah, um, boss experience that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Jack Larson in the same then, was Larson was yeah. there, yeah. Um, the the other lad called um, Lubo Monavchik. Yeah. yeah. Um, so is it left? Is he left footed? Yeah, um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, he he come in, he come in just before the Rangers game, and he's like he, he's heralded up in in in, uh, yeah. in, in, in Celtic now. Yeah, like, yeah. like Larson's like kind of seen like the king of Celtic. Yeah, he's very he's close second. Yeah. He's yeah. unbelievable. So um, basically, Larson. And um, and Lubo Moravchik just Ran dismantled Rangers. Yeah. Just dismantled them, took them apart. You know, seeing all these players that you've seen in close quarters, Larson, if he ever would have made the move to the Prem. He did, prime. United, he did. didn't he? United. No, but I mean, United in his prime, in his prime. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's been like, up there, top goal scorer in the league and all that. Yeah, could have been. Still yeah. banned goals, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It was a loan spell from Barca, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. he did well at Barca as well, to be fair. Yeah. Well, he, he came on, didn't he, in, in the yeah. European Cup final, he changed the game round. Yeah. Um, he was. He was, was he in that foul sharing him? Yes, that ilk? definitely. Yeah, yeah. Def- yeah, yeah, was yeah. Um, just like a natural predator. Yeah. Just always made the right decisions. Was always in the right place. Always in the right position. Yeah. Um, just knowing talk about them top top players. Yeah. He was he was he was, he was a top player. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So what? And then obviously you ended up at Millwall and where you yeah. played the bulk of your career or most of your games. Yeah. Um, and going there with that with that another environment similar to Celtic in terms of the intense. Pressure and scrutiny. Yeah. Or I've heard you say that you loved it. Yeah, I, I did. I, I totally loved it. I mean, that was the that was the point where I thought to myself, right, I've um, I've got to step away from Liverpool now. Trying to establish um, myself. And establish myself. Yeah, you know, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to go somewhere and try and make a name for myself. And the agency I had at the time, I'd put a keeper in there the season before, and it, it's it's weird looking back now because like I've I've had conversations with like younger lads, myself like since I've like been a little bit older and retired and stuff. But um, I remember I wanted to go to a championship club, like or like a Div One club at the time. Do you know what I mean? And he was going, and they were like they were in the third tier, and I was going, oh, I can't get us, can't get us like a Div One team. No, and he's going, obviously, no, listen, he said, this is these are going places. This team, they're, yeah. they're a good side. The it's it's a fantastic environment. The lads are great. Get yourself down there, see what you think about it in pre-season. Do you know what I mean? So I went, oh, like sound, sound. So I went down, loved it. Um, I mean, like you know, there was like. Timmy Cale was there, Stephen Reid, Lucas yeah. Neal. Wow. Um, all, all, all young lads were like 17, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, just like running through brick walls. Um, and it, was, it was a nice blend of, of age, experience and, and, and youth and, and quality and everything. Yeah. I mean, like Nigel Spink was there. Yeah. And then he, he was kind of like, he, he was good to me to be fair because he, was, he didn't put me under any pressure to, for him to play. And he was quite happy for me to kind of try and blossom, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, he, you know, he was still, he was still, like, he was the number two. Like I, I got injured and, and he, he had to play a game in that first season. I was there, but he was really kind of considerate and, and just trying to let me get on with my stuff and that, and yeah. which I was thankful for him for because you know you'd have people go, you know, I want to try like me career. I want to try and get another like twenty games on my belt. I'm mm-hmm. gonna try and squeeze this lad out and stuff. So you know, that, that, wasn't, that, bitter, that, wasn't bitter at all. About no, him. no, he, he, he was, he was, he was a good character, um, and like you know, like, you know, a good person to learn off as well. Yeah. So yeah, to stab myself there. Um, Played, played, played pretty much the whole season, the first season. Um, got to the playoffs, yeah. and then the next season we won the league. Yeah. 
So like we, we, we were a good side. Yeah. We, we we were a good strong side. And and plus as well, I mean, um I liked I liked the atmosphere at Millwall. It was it was different to a lot of other teams. I mean, and you know, I, I know probably current things, you yeah. know, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit, you know, um, sore at the minute mm. because of what's happened in, in the in playing Everton and stuff. But they were they were vocal. They were on the front foot, the fans all the time. Teams that like going and, and coming yeah. to the den and playing, and like there was a reputation. Yeah. Well, it's known as being a hostile place, isn't it? People yeah. do fear going there. Yeah. Well, well, man. Yeah. Were you? Did you get on with them straight away, or was there a bit of a bedding in period? Um, yeah. The fans, that is obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, I'm trying to think. That play, <laughs> I, I made a good impression to start with because uh, we played Cardiff away on my debut. And um, I was getting bottle, bottles thrown at me off the card of fans. Yeah. And it was like, and I'm sort of like, they were like, you know, the, the small plastic ones. Um, there was like 25 bottles all around me on the pitch. <laughs> and like the game's going on. So I'm forever throwing these bottles off. And I've thrown one. And one apparently he's gone into the crowd and it's a fell in the head. <laughs> and, um, um, so I had to, um, I had to get, um, they, they made the complaint. And then the, the car, car, some Welsh police had to come, like, no, they formally arrest you. You've got to go into the, the, yeah. the thing you're know, in. Um, in Lewisham, um, like, like give me an interview and stuff. Then I had to go to Cardiff to court. Wow. Um, so all, of, all the Millwall fans love this, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Especially with it being yeah. Cardiff as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that kind of that paved the way a little bit to kind of them getting you on side. A bit of it, yeah. But but um, I remember I remember um, playing. I think it was Wigan in, in the must have been like the the first few weeks, and then um, we went we went three 0 down. I think I kind of I like dived out the way of one of them. Like it was in my near post. I thought he, <laughs> I thought he was going to square it, and I've died. And he literally just dived off the way and been banged in the near post. And I can remember lying in the goal, and someone throwing a program at me like a Millwall fan. Oh, yeah, it's going fucking your shit, you know. Oh my god, don't need this. You know what I mean? Um, yes. But then, easy place to make a mistake. I yeah, it, it was. But you know what? It's a, it, it's a. It's a jungle, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it's a jungle out there, unless you're prepared to kind of mix it. You, you, Life of a goalkeeper, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, pretty soon after that, I, I started putting together some good performances mm. um, and established myself as number one and become like a bit of a fan's favourite and stuff. So yeah. um, quickly turned it round. Um, of them, like, it was like, it was like that Wigan game, which was one which sticks in my memory. Yeah. Um, but it was good as well because I remember we were 3-0 down, got two goals back, and it was like... It was like five minutes to go, do you know what I mean? Like 85 minutes, 87 minutes or something. And we got a penalty. And um, and Neil Harris, who's the manager now, he'd been on he'd been on South Liverpool, actually. I played with him in the reserves the, the season before. Mm. So I just recognised his face. He played a couple of games and he trained with us for the week. And um, and he stepped up and banged the penalty in yeah. to make it three-all. Fans were made, so Wigan were devastated. But he run the length of the pitch. Oh, yeah. And said to me, like, that was for you. Oh, that's class. And you're nice. thinking, oh, God, I've only been here five minutes, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and you think, brilliant, like, yeah. oh, like oh, really kind yeah. of settled you a little bit, you know what I mean? So, you know, you're on side of the plays and things like that happen. And you, you run through brick walls for, for, yeah, for, yeah. for plays. And, yeah. and, that, and that was the team That was the team we had, like, that, that I was going to say, you mentioned some of the names, and I know from obviously watching Tim Cale at close quarters, he, he was all about that. Yeah. No matter, he didn't have the. And again, you can probably talk a little bit more about him, but from what I've seen, he didn't have the technical ability of some of our players, but for what he lacked in that department, he absolutely gave physically and Sean. and mentally. Yeah, he was... Timmy was like... He would he would back himself against anybody, and I'm talking anyone. Yeah. And like, this was from a young age, you know what I mean? He was... He was, he was, um, uh, he was so focused and determined, um, and that's kind of... That, that just shows to where he's gone on to, do you know what yeah. I mean? 
And I remember, like, I remember when, when he asked me about Everton, he said, like, he said, oh, you know, because I tell you what, Everton and Charlton were in for him. And Charlton were around the corner. Like, he wouldn't have had to move out or anything. Mm. So he was probably closer to Charlton's training ground than he was to our training ground. Um, and I remember he was going, what do you think of Everton and all that? I was going, it's a good club, you know. It's just a fucking big club, you know what I mean? Um, and I remember we were going somewhere. We were, we were, we were... We were training somewhere, but we had to come. We had to go down Scotland Road for some reason. I don't know why. And I remember you could see, you could see Everton's grounds. Um, I mean, yeah, I said, there it is there. And he said, "Fucking some boss, you know, boss." You should, should go there. And he's like, "All right." Look, I wasn't the fact, yeah, the fact yeah. of course not. Yeah. But I remember just mentioning to him, said, "Go there, it'll be great." And he did, and um, he had a final time. Oh, he was brilliant. Yeah. But certainly, I mean, I, we we spoke when we first started the podcast. Who's your your favourite player? And it was Tim Cale for me, just because really? he embodied everything that the fans wanted in a yeah. player. Do you know what I mean? He, yeah. he, at the right moments, he, he popped up and got goals. He, he was always throwing his body on the line. And but Brave. again, l- like you say, against the top clubs, he'd, he'd show up as well. Yeah, he he yeah. we, our favourite player was Tony Warner. <laughs> <laughs> Wise choice. Um, you know, as we said there, that was where you had your main bulk of your playing career. Yeah. Middle World, 225 competitive games you had for them. Yeah. And then once you'd left there, well, you had a, an array Spradic. of clubs, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. I think got a little list of them here. I think Judge mentioned them at the start of the show as well. Cardiff, Fulham, Hull, Charlton, Norwich, Leeds, Leicester, Barnsley, Scunthorpe, Tramia. And then you were in the Austrian A-League, Wellington, Phoenix. Australian. Australian, Australian. Yeah. sorry, yeah, Australian A-League. And... Uh, Floriana and Malta. That's right. What were what them experiences like in them, them leagues? Um, the foreign leagues? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, um, I, I, got, I got let down on something. Um, I was supposed to go to Blackburn um, before I went to Wellington. And what happened was, like, they, they were saying in pre-season, yeah, we're going to sign you and all that. And then he was just, like, dragging eels. And I, I phoned him and I just said, um, you know, like, do you want me to come in or what? We're going to get this over the line because yeah. I've, got, I've got no club. Mm. And pre-season had started. And it was pretty much comes to the end. Lad said to them, don't have me like sitting in the house, not training, and then pulling the plug on it. And then I've got to go in somewhere and try and trial and get fit at the same yeah. time. Because mm. you could put say, you could put the gear in, in his first week back, he's not on it, you know no, what I mean? No, no. Not to compare myself to him, but that's how yeah, difficult yeah. it is, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't matter. So I said, you're impressing, you're diving over balls, he's doing the first week. So they go, no, no, we won't, we won't. Anyway, my agent phoned me. So they've, they've, they've decided not to go with it. They've, they weren't going to let a lad, a lad that was on loan and they decided to keep him. So it's a no go now, do you know what I mean? So I'm kind of sitting there, oh my God. When's, what month is this? This is like this is like a week before the season's going to start. Late like July or yeah. early August. So it was like, I, m- I remember like my, my, my watch, his name was Bobby Mims. Like I'd, I'd been speaking to Bobby Mims over it and, and it was Bobby Mims that was said to, look, don't, don't do this, you know what I mean? Yeah. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, look, I know what position you're in and all that. We won't. Anyway, it happens. So I'm trying to phone Bobby Mims now, and Bobby Mims won't pick the phone up to me. So that was that. So I'm, I'm kind of sitting in the house now, I want to kill someone. And um, I, I remember just lying in bed one, like, like one morning, and the phone went, and it was like about five o'clock in the morning. And it was Paul Eiffel, who uh, I played with at Millwall, he used to play okay. for Sheffield United, yeah, and Crystal yeah. Palace, the winger. And he slapped, he said, but after the goalie, oh my God, he said, like, it's, it's what a bit of luck this is, do you know what I mean? And the, the Rugby World Cup was on in, was on in, um, um, New Zealand mm. at the time so even though we were in the A-League um, our ground was being used for for, for, um, for the rugby games so the A-League got set back by a month um, and he said he said like um, he said like our pre-season is going to be an extra month you know what I mean so he said you can get in now and you won't have missed nothing yeah. so I thought, oh my god P 
pay effect result. But you, you know never mean? asked about just up and leaving. No. If you had to miss us all along the way, or yeah, no, we missed. She come with me oh, with, yeah. with, with the kids. She, she was fine about it. Yeah, yeah, she was fine. Yeah, I mean, you, you hear stories about like, look, everyone's different. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know lads who say won't go to London to yeah. to, to play, and lads who were in London who say I, I couldn't go up north. I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Mm. Why, why not be like a little bit kind of like you know try new things a little bit nomadic you know what I mean? Yeah. And to honest with you, that that's one thing I I really enjoyed about football was just going to different places, walking into different changing rooms, different experiences, different leagues. It, it's it's life, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So um, yeah. I I watched his name. Um, got it sorted pretty quickly, and found myself like getting over there um, and getting it, getting it sorted. And uh, it was interesting because Eiffel said to me, he said, look, he said, you know, the, they've got a number one key, but he's, he's the, the, the manager of our teams, New Zealand manager, the lad who plays for us, the New Zealand goalkeeper. Yeah. He said he's going to start. He said, but he's got a horrendous injury record. Yeah. So you're going to play at some point, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, right, okay. Anyway, went over there. <laughs> he told himself in, taking the goal kick, the very, <laughs> the very first game. I like kind of kind of giggling to yourself. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he took a goal kick and they started over the side. I went down like pulled pulled like a mad muscle in the side. Um, continued the game on, and then I went on and played about like I don't know, about twelve games or so. Played play, pretty much half the season. It's like it's like there's not that many yeah. teams there, so played like half the season. Um, so it was a worthwhile. Um, um, yeah, effort getting yeah. over there, do you know what I mean? And it was great because you know, he goes to New Zealand living in Wellington, like the house was lovely overlooking a bay and all yeah, that. I've got family in Wellington, it's it's have you? Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous, isn't brilliant, it? isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I'm getting the time scales right, but was that the time you got called up to play international football? Um, yes, I got called up, I got called up then, yeah. Um, and I got called up, well, I've been about, I got called up in 2006 as well, yeah, yeah, Tobago. yeah. So 2006 was World Cup year. Was, yeah. Was, was there any aspirations of maybe that happening for you? Or? Oh, there was. Yeah. To be honest, I was um, I was a full at the time, and I was playing. Yeah. I remember there was there was two lads who were in who were in the Trinidad squad, who were playing in the Prem. Stan John. No, no, no. It was um, it was me and Shaka Islo. Oh yeah. And uh, I don't know where Stan John was at the time. I'm not too sure, but but he he weren't, he weren't there at the time. Yeah. So he went in the Prem. And um, I was thinking, I've got, I've got half a chance here of getting in there. But look, they they gone through the rounds, yeah. do you know what I mean? And they they had to go to an I think it was like it was like Bahrain or somewhere for like a for a knockout a, a qualifier or something. Um, and so the 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 they asked me to come and play against the um, Iceland at QPR. So I went on and played that half a game. So I was on the radar, you know what I mean? And like I'm in mean, a few camps and stuff. Um, and it was like me, Shaq is locked. There was Clayton Ince. Who I think it was a crew or something yeah, like, yeah. like Div One, and there was a lad called um, Kelvin Jack who was playing in the Scottish First Division. Okay. But Kelvin Jack had played all the qualifiers, so Kelvin Jack was in the box seat. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was in, which is you know totally fair enough. Yeah. Um, and I remember, uh, funny enough, I remember driving actually. I remember driving to a game. I was I was driving across Putney Bridge, and I was speaking to Robbie Fowler on the phone, and he was going. Had you got a chance, you know? <laughs> and he was going like, he said, "You've got a chance." He said, "Like, like you know, you, you're playing today. I don't know, playing against Arsenal or someone." Yeah. He said, "Why would they not take you?" And I was going, "Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, hopefully, do you know what I mean?" So um, anyway, that was that. So um, you had a good game against that Ars- in that Arsenal game, didn't you? I'm sure some of your highlights are from that game. Yeah. Do you know what? Played well against. Got, got ironed out every game, <laughs> but play. I think we got. I think we got before. Um, got be. 
4-1, and 2-1. Yeah. The three times I played Arsenal, but every time properly under pressure. Yeah. But in, in, in each in each game, played particularly well, but you know, sometimes you can't stem the tide. Yeah. Um, and in the Arsenal game, the goalie coach had seen that come to watch. Okay. And I thought, you know, even though we got beat there, he's, he's got to be kind of impressed with what yeah. I've done. Anyway, the um, the the announced the squad, didn't he? And I went on it, went in it. Really after that game? Oh God, know what I mean? But look, you know, I was kind of coming in, like um, trying to come to last minute to the back door. So, you know, yeah. it, it may have been slightly unfair on somebody else. But I thought if you're going after somebody who's playing at the top, at the not so at the higher level, mm. yeah. I've got to, I've got to be in with a shout. Anyway, it transpired that that it didn't, and yeah. and, and, and that was that. Yeah. So and then, it was the other team that you played for. Um, Floriana. Floriana. Floriana, yeah. Was that through yeah. like Stephen Wright? Yeah. Uh, not Stephen Wright. Um, his name the, the old Chester owner and that. Was it, was it him who brought you over? Yeah. There was well a mate of mine, a, a, the same mate of mine, a colleague of mine, Ian Dawes, was the manager. Oh, so, I know Dawes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He went, he went in, he, Dawes, he was, was there after me. After you, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I mean, uh, there was conversations with you know various people at that time going, yeah. oh, did you get paid? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, well, as I say, you won't be the only one, I think. But I, I got paid in the end. Yeah. But um, I, had to, I, had to go, I had to take them to the tribunal yeah. and stuff. So, um, yeah, that, that was like, that was just the difficult part of it. Really. A bit sour, really. Yeah. yeah um, you know, you, you're living in a med, meeting some great people and stuff. And all that. It was, um, the football weren't the best. Mm. Um, and to honest, yeah, that was the bit where I realised, like, if you're going to Floriana, well, if, if you're going to that level mm. to apply your trade, there's. This is probably it's, it's probably, probably the end. Because yeah. I remember actually the they've got like <coughs> they've got like um, two grass pitches. There's like the main pitch, the main stadium, national stadium, and then it's like there's a, a pitch called um, Hibernians, yeah, which yeah. is like got like the green and white. Yeah, like yeah. I remember our last game of the season was at Hibernians. Mm. I remember finishing the uh, it was like the change rooms at one end, and finished the game at this end. I remember just walking off and just saying that's it. That's, yeah. it, that's it. You finished now. Did you ever announce a retirement? No, no. no. I mean, do you know what? Like, like you get like lads to kind of come into teams. I've got like the the scarves and all that, and then leave teams and have big kind of thing. I, was, yeah. I used to just come in, pretty much. And then when I go, I just go. Yeah. And I wouldn't really kind of. Not like a big fuss. No, I'm not not a big fuss and 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 whatnot. No, I mean, I wouldn't. Um, but I do remember just walking when that final whistle went. I thought season's finished. I'm walking off and thinking, well, I'm leaving here. It's not staying here, do you know what I mean? And I'm just thinking, that's it, you're finished now. So you're going to have to really fucking start thinking about maybe potentially you might have one year left in you trying to find something like, you know, back in England or yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. But if this is where you're at now, mate, you, you, you best start getting ready for um, a change. A change did you feel your body go gradually or was it just all of a sudden? Um, you said it went. <laughs> no, you, no, you can kind of feel it. You know what I mean? And to be honest, yeah, um, it was probably just more the mental thing um, with, with, with just all the stuff that went on at Floriana. I thought like, I can't be bothered with it anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Physically, you, you, you're not like how old have been then? By the way, I didn't know anything about that. That I was just speculating because of other people I know who have done stuff. So yeah. I don't know what went on exactly there. I wasn't trying to. Trying to do no, it's like it, 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 you know, it's, it, it was it was what it was. Yeah. But um, I think I was probably I'm on, I don't know. I'm trying to think, I can't remember. I think it was about thirty, thirty-eight. Yeah. Um, thirty-seven or thirty-eight, and you're just like yeah, just 
just call it day now. Because then what happens is you come back, you come over here, then you're maybe playing non-league. And I just didn't want to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you maybe I don't know, you're going like some f- on the South Coast or something yeah. playing like non-league and you're up and down in the car all the time. So I just thought, right, no, you know, you're gonna have to I wasn't hundred percent I was pretty certain. Mm. We're not hundred percent certain, but I was pretty certain. Yeah. Like there's gonna have to be something which is gonna be like you'd have to have another stroke of luck and I thought I've been I've been fairly lucky. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've had some luck. I've had, I've had some luck, do you know what I mean? So um I'd used up all my lives <laughs> and um, and I thought, right, no, I've got to uh, I've got to start getting ready for, for, for something else. And then in the summer there we went on like a bit of, like um a PFA Legends tour in, in Barbados. Yeah. And um Saz. I know. <laughs> and that, that's where Robbie said to me, Robbie said, Oh, when's he's trying to get older? So then for the then in in the, the next pre season, that's when I went to Blackpool, so that was it then. Just yeah, went, did you know what you want as a coach? Like obviously it's on your badges and what you need yeah, to do. Yeah, do you know what it was? It was probably just thinking like not really knowing what else to do. To be honest mm. with you, I like there's one thing I do know about was goalkeeping. Yeah, pretty much inside out, upside down. Do you know what I mean? Um, I thought right, you know that's something I could I could walk into now. I'd have to maybe retrain myself yeah. for long periods to go and do something else. Um, and you want to keep working. Yeah. So um, I thought right, yeah, like you know this is something I'm comfortable to go into straight away. Mm. Um, and yeah, and, and it, it was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It makes me laugh a bit. I think the first comment you made or the first first part of the podcast, you said, I just wanted to go in a nice warm office and be nice and comfortable. And now you're at Accrington. I know. <laughs> Couldn't be any colder. I've worked there. It's I the know. coldest place, it seems, in the country. It is, isn't if it? it wind, if it's windy, it's it's 10 times windier in, in Accrington. Yeah. Well, well she got like them, got them um, the, the wind um, farms everywhere, haven't they? You know what I mean? yeah, so yeah. they don't put them anywhere. That's like, it, exactly. It's windy. But, um, Do you have yeah. any aspirations to manage? Or are you happy in your coaching role? I'm happy in my coaching role, just want to share. Um, I've, I, I get asked this quite a few times, and no, I, I don't really want to manage, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, I'm happy doing what I'm doing, like I know what I'm doing when I'm, when I'm goalkeeping yeah. coaching. If you ask me to be a manager tomorrow, um, I would probably struggle to do it, I mean, honestly, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like the, 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 the day-to-day, um, you know, maybe kind of... Um, Prepping teams, you're prepping your team against another team, and like you know, negotiating through a season mm-hmm. and, and, and all the other like thousands of things which you probably can't even put your finger on now, but which mm-hmm. will crop up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just don't really want to do it. Um, and like, like, like I said, I, I'm happy being um, a goalkeeping coach. Um, I'm, I'm comfortable doing it. I really enjoy doing it. Um, and you know, I want to try and do it for as long as I can. Yeah, brilliant. Well, listen. Uh, Thanks for sharing your, your career with us. We've got a few little, little questions, light hearted questions, and yeah. to, to end it, and, and, and hopefully, um, hopefully they won't be th- won't be too difficult for you. Go on, oh, guys. I think that the first one just probably you've already touched on it. Really, the best player you've ever played with. Um, I'd have to say Henry Larson. I think because I would say Fowler, but he's listening. By the way. But I never actually got to play with him. Do you ah, know what I mean? Right, I never yeah. actually got to play with him properly. No, fair show, yeah. Um, I played against him, but I've never actually got to play with him. Yeah. So um, if we had to play with Fowler, I would say Fowler because he, he's probably the the best striker I've ever I've ever kind of been around. He was he was just brilliant. You know what I mean? Um, but if you're going with ones of best best one person to play with, I'd say Henry Larson. Um. This this might be a bit. You might you might not want to answer this one. Who's the worst player you played with at Liverpool? <laughs> at Liverpool, 
It's tough, that. <laughs> it's hard to talk, I'm not really in a position to say it, am I? Do you know what I mean? Like, the amount of people you get on air, like, plays, you're like, oh, I can see the books there, Cabbage and, and Ian Rush and Gerard. We're just hoping they see them books and they want to talk. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, where's player? I have, oh, what's it? Sean Dundee. There's <laughs> a good one there. Do you know the thing about Sean D, though, as well? Sean Dundee, sorry. He, um, he comes in, he signs on and that, and I remember um, meeting him in Wade Smith, and like, he, he, he brought him over with his wife and that, and I, they had like the Reebok rep, and it's always Sean Dundee, you signing, you know what I mean? Like, okay, sound, yeah, you know, Sean Dundee, great, you know, pleased to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and, and that was that. Um, so then obviously he went away, and then he come back in pre-season, and the word on the street was he was quick than Michael Owen. I think he might have yeah, said it himself. I've, I've heard that. Yeah. Well, you said recording. that came out, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I was just thinking, well, fucking hell. He must be, <laughs> he must be a lightning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know I mean? you want to see like vapors coming off him and that. And he turns up and he had like little cockies on him. And the very first day, like, some, I think like, dude, you would have times at Melwood where the very first day of pre season, sometimes they would just throw you straight into running, do you know what I mean? And he just, he just blew gaskets everywhere. He was just like, he was so slow and like unfit. And um, and it was a really hard day, first day at times. And I remember like you'd be keep, like, give a fucking hell, you'd finish that, you'd be getting back in your car and you would they'd, they'd put you through the mill, do you know what I mean? Mm. And I remember they dragged Sean the, the first day, they dragged Sean Dundee out and made him do extra. And I remember getting in my car and all driving out and thinking, fucking hell, <laughs> you can't be enjoying that. And he was doing like he was doing big pitch runs because I think they were just standing there going like, what, what, How are we I, gonna shift this weight? Yeah, have you have you turned up like this, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but oh, he, he was funny lad, like he was crackers. But um, yeah, Sean Dundee, yeah, put him down. He's well known for like people giving that answer. Yeah. <laughs> that's how everyone knows him. If you were stuck in a lift, who's the last player you'd want with you and why? <laughs> uh, Liverpool player? Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> we, should have, we should have pre-warned you about these questions. Yeah. I know. Or even Leonardson. <laughs> yeah. He was just Spurs. He was just like bit of a bore. Yeah, he was just boring, yeah. He was, not, he was, like, he was like nondescript. Couldn't get nothing out of him. Yeah. yeah Do you know what? It's funny you say that. When we had Arkansas on, he said all the banter that used to go on and all that, he said the foreign lad, the Scandinavian lad just didn't get it at no. all, did he? Did he? <laughs> no. So no. he had a little trip somewhere, didn't he? And uh, there was murder because they couldn't believe the carry on, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, isn't it like my ba- not my bail somewhere like that? Wasn't it really? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we still like, listen. We want to, we want to go for the coffee or something. Yeah, I remember going to Oslo and um, yeah. we used to go to, we used to, go to Norway a lot. Um, I went to Oslo and I was rooming with Stig Bjornaby, and um, it was like you'd finished, like, it was, it was like a game. Then once the game had finished, you was just like, it was like wacky races, you'd have to go back to the hotel, like, have your, have your food. And then once your food is finished, you just up changing out, you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember like the lads just be like that, just like whirlwinds getting the scans out. Because that's just kind of present yourself and be there, be seen. Yeah. I remember running upstairs, I was like, nobody jumping in the shower and gear <laughs> on and ironing and all that, like fucking shoes on and stuff. <laughs> I remember like stick beyond me going, oh, so, so why do you want to go out then? Like, oh. would, do you not think you should maybe just stay in like, like <laughs> not, and not drink? Like, that, fuck off, stay. Don't you? I'm in, I'm in Oslo, so I mean, let's get out, let's get on it. Um, but yeah, I remember Stig saying that to me, you know, like, why, like, why are you so keen yeah. to get out and get drunk all the time? Didn't understand it. No. It's called fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've just got a would you rather question Yeah, for I don't you. know if you're familiar with would you rathers, but oh. I, I, I was just kind of thinking it through before we come on it. I'd, so... Would you rather, yeah, the 95-96 the Cup final, you're playing United, obviously the famous Spice Boys suits and, you know, the, the, their, their part of it, but 
Um, before the game starts, um, David James, David James gets injured. In fact, the game's going on. The game's nil-nil. David James gets injured. You come on. You have an absolute worldy of a game. Uh, like it's a, it's a it's an epic performance. You know, Liverpool fans are talking about for years, but unfortunately, you lose. <coughs> you still lose that same Cantona goal. It's you know, but everyone's like, what a performance that was from mm. Tony Warner. Or same scenario. It's it, it's nil nil. David James. Um, <laughs> David James. She basically along. No, no. David James gets injured. Yeah. You go to come on the pitch. Yeah. Fall over yeah. on the pitch and get injured yourself. Yeah. So one of the players, it's it's in a, it's again, it's a, it's a calamity moment. It's yeah. like what's happened there. Tony Warner can't even get on the pitch. One of the players goes in goal, but he's end up winning it. What would you rather? So Liverpool have won the FA Cup, but you're like yeah. you're you're an Aussie because you've you've like went over on your yeah, ankle. No, no, definitely get on and play and get beat. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. No, no, great. Yeah, listen, I'm a mercenary. <laughs> no, I mean, no, because it, I suppose for me, I was looking at going, you know. You, you know, you've highlighted enough, and again, don't don't make no mistake about it. I would have swapped one appearance on the bench for you know for for my football yeah, career. But yeah. looking at it, thinking, you know, is it is it more about being on that pitch? And I obviously, talked about that Celtic game and and the, the memories you've had being yeah. the being the number one. And I'm glad you said that. I mean, like to be honest, yeah. I mean, like for somebody who's never played for Liverpool, myself, yeah, to get on in yeah. any circumstance, yeah. You, you've, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to take that. I mean, you've got to, you've got to grasp that. Yeah, no, fair, fair enough. enough yeah. Great. Didn't want to see the lads lift the cup like just. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about Great. me. Love it, love it. <laughs> well, you know, as we said before, we come on. We're going to ask you to do a yeah all-time Liverpool eleven. Who you've seen, you've trained with, and all that. Right. So, do you think you could reel it off now, or should we just? Um, should we do it afterwards and put it, and we'll put it on social media? That's probably a shout. I'll, 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 I'll try and knock it up now. I'll tell you what. Um, Okay, so just because you said there <laughs> it's who I've played with and uh, I've been around and trained yeah. with, I'd, I had Groblad on there because of just his record, but now you've said that, I'll probably have to put James in. Right. Uh, Rob Jones would be... Um, right back. Right back. Just, just he was at the very periphery of my memory, Rob Jones, but mm. chat was, he was, a, he was a serious player, like yeah. possibly one of the best right backs around. Like. He, he was. Yeah. Um, he, he just, he, for that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, it's just that he suffered from his injuries. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's kind of it's kind of commonly known that like Ryan Giggs never got any change out of him. Yeah, and you know, he, he, Ryan Giggs got change out of everyone. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. do you know what I mean? Like he was name. Um, he was a uh, yeah. He was a, he was a very great fella as well. Yeah, well, like really nice fella. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know what? You can be the deciding vote because we did that on Liverpool on a, on another show. On Liverpool combined. 11 with Everton, the best 11 between them oh, two teams combined. <laughs> and we had uh, Coleman or Jones, and it was 3, three all on the votes, unsurprisingly. Was it? Yeah. Well, I'd have to go for... 4-3. Yeah, it's 4-3, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll ask the next time. That's official. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I, I, go with, uh, I go for um, Rob Jones, uh, right back. I go for Razor. Nice. I go for... Remember when he put Cantona's collar down? Yeah. That was the best. Yeah, I know, yeah. The best ever. He did, did I know, yeah. I think, um, but he just went, he just went having a Cantona, there was he? No. Just, he just didn't, you know, yeah. bangs it back yeah. up and then just scores goals yeah. and just runs things. Yeah. That's what I mean. Um, it would be, uh, um, I'd probably go for Mark Wright. Right. Oof. Scales was a man 
silky, weren't he? Yeah, he scored an own goal past me though at Prenton oh, Park, so that's him out the window. Yeah. And um, as, as, as left back, I would I'd probably go for Phil Bab. He's probably, he's probably one of the only players who left footers who I know can't ping the ball, sweet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, else just everyone who's left footer can. Can just zing it, besides Babsy. I think I remember about him as he slid into the post bollocks first, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> done, his, done his coccyx and he had a big black yeah. bruise at the base of his arse. That was massive, yeah. yeah. Gooch bruise. Yeah. Um, let me see, in the midfield, um, I'd have Gerard in there. He'd have to go in there. Um, cause he, he was around and about yeah. when, when I was there. Yeah. Um, and Barnes. <laughs> Gerard and Barnes. Ridiculous. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they were in. Two of them were in the all time, weren't yeah. they? Really? Yeah. Um, McManaman. Wide. Um, you got a left side. Might have to play someone out of position. Just while you're on McManaman, um, only briefly touch on it. I meant to ask you about it before, <coughs> actually. When he went on a Bosman. Yeah. Where was he? Did, the, did the lads turn on him inside the corporal? No. no, it wasn't like that. No, not at all. I mean, like, it'll be funny. Like, I think. Because was, was probably, probably jealous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it's like, it, it's the move of all moves, isn't it? Yeah. Real yeah. Madrid on a free. I mean, it's yeah. when, like, the big money was coming in as well. And he, and he, he, he just, just smashed the man whatever he wanted, couldn't he? From the supporters' point of view, no one resented him going to Real. It's the fact he let his contract run down. We got yeah. no money for one of the best players in the world. I know. You know Do you know, f- funny you mention that because um, I spoke to somebody about that just the other day mm. and they went, oh, I'm a man, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you know, yeah, exactly that. Held the club to ransom. But, do you know, what? I've had this conversation with, with Chairman before. Like, no one trying to get you to resign. Yeah. And I say, well, you should have signed for next year then. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I wanted like two way street. No, I no, you signed for three years. Why didn't you sign me for four? Yeah. yeah. So you know, like, and then plus as well, if I wasn't, um, if I wasn't wanted, I'd be, I'd be going out the door like with a whimper. Yeah. Nobody yeah. there about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a, a deal. I would say it's a three year deal. Mm. That's what it is, and that's what, and, and that's what it is now. Yeah. That's what it was when I signed it. Yeah. And that's what it is now. So yeah. unfortunately, I've kind of. Um, you know, we've had the game of poker and I've won on this one. And yeah. then, like, you know, he's, he's, I'm not being funny, mate, but it's the move of all moves to Real Madrid. Yeah, of course, yeah. And he's won two European Cups yeah. as well, scoring in one of them. He was great there as well, weren't he? Oh, it's like, yeah. you, you can't, you he, can't, you can't write it. Proper Galacticos team in that way. Yeah, yeah. Ronaldo and, and all that. And, yeah. and he was yeah. scoring scissor kick volleys in the semi final <laughs> Champions League and all that. Final, yeah. Against Leverkusen. the final as well, yeah. Or the one at Hampden Park. Yeah. Serious goals, yeah. So, so you know, it's like um, no, um, he had the lads back, and that's always interested to yeah, find out, really. Yeah, do, do yeah. you know? Do you know what? And you'd you'd be very, you'd be very hard pushed to find any team around, yeah, where that would be the case, yeah, where people like that use it, having you're having us off, yeah. It's like kind of because you know what he's in, right? He's in a position everyone wants to be in, yeah. So yeah. it's like it's you can you can dress up, you can talk about like, um, um. What's the word looking for? Like, not, not honour, but... Um, loyalty. You talk about as much loyalty as you want. He's in the position everybody wants to be in. Yeah. And he's just kind of... He's, he's edged it. He's, he's, he's held them off. He's batted them off. He's batted them off. And then he's got the finishing line. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's everyone wants to be there. Clever. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's clever, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you know. So it, it, and, and then it's not like you're going, you're going to say somewhere, you go, ah, he... he Went he went to some soggy club and just for the money. Yeah, and he's, and, also it's, going to and he's failed. Yeah. And you go, ah, I made up. He went there and he failed and all that. Like you know, but <laughs> <laughs> same as the Rooney thing with us. It's you a know? joke. Uh, 
any of the players you speak to about Rooney when he left, and even though he was still young at the time, it's like it's Man United, it's Alex Ferguson. Yeah, but you've got big money for him. You got what? Yeah, got, yeah, we did. Value we, for yeah, him. yeah, we did. But That's there was still a lot of resentment from the Everton fans to go, "Well, you kind of, yeah. you know, there wasn't no I want to stay or nothing." But mm. yeah. again, it was the same situation for him to a certain extent that the money that was getting, you know, tossed around for his wages and the, the fee and the and the position it was going to put him in yeah. as, a, as a young player with the whales at his feet. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you can't, you can't knock it, can you? And, and again, it's it's where he's gone to. Of course, what he's done after. Yeah. No, so like you say, he went to I don't know, I don't know, a, yeah, a uh, mid-table Italian side or something. Yeah, just or, or you know, like had the Middlesbrough were coming into for yeah. and going like we're going to just give you like 120 grand a week, yeah. and he's gone right okay, I'll go, and then he's ping-ponging rounds. He's gone and worked on the, one of the best managers of all time, you know, and and, and plies his trade in the, the best place he, it seems he could yeah. possibly. Yeah. be. I mean, like, I do, one thing I always said was, if you want to win the league. You sign a three-year deal at Man United, yeah. Because Man United just do not in go that, in that period. In that period, yeah. Man United don't go three years. You know, yeah. they, they might go two, mm. but they don't go three. Yeah. So if you sign a three-year deal, you get you win the league. So yeah, if you're after winning the leagues, you go there. Yeah. So I mean, and, and, and yeah. I always said that. Mm. So when he went there, I thought to myself, he's going to win the league. Yeah. I always didn't tell someone to do that two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, it was during that period. Yeah, yeah. They no, never, they never. T- well, he didn't slip up very, very often. Do you know what I mean? And then, can you imagine going into pre-season when somebody pipped Alex Ferguson to the league before? Can you imagine that? He'd just oh, be like a demon. Absolute oh. demon. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, right, left side of midfield. Left side. I probably go for um, Patrick Berger. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good. Bond. Lovely left peg on him. Yeah. yeah like he'd hurt you with it as well. Yeah. Yeah. He'd like he just. the palms. Well, yeah, or your face, or, or, your, <laughs> or, or like your sides, right or down like, your throat, or your legs, or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And nobody had as well. He had like that wobble ball where like it'd just be there. Oh, yeah. One mm. minute and then it just drop below you and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, Peg had a Peg had a, a lovely, uh, lovely left peg, yeah, he and he looks like Peter Pan. Have you seen him lately? Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. He, just, have, yeah. he just doesn't yeah. look any different. <laughs> See him doing the them legends stuff with like Smeaton yeah. and all that. And yeah, it is the only one you go. There's Patrick Berg. Like that is Patrick Berger from twenty years ago. Into him on holiday, he had short hair and that, like, but it was just the same face. <laughs> looks exactly. Look, looks looks a million dollars. Like, um, I s- sorry, go on. And it's him and Smeaton knock around together. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they do. They just got the life of Raleigh. They just see them doing like Aspen one year or one week. Yeah. But they play a lot of golf. But they're in Argentina. They're in China. They're just everywhere. I don't know what they do. Unsurprising to know that Smeaters had about five divorces as well in that time. Has <laughs> <laughs> he? Apparently, yeah. Oh. A, few, a few lads I've, I've coached with, if you'll go round and go round with them and that. But yeah. I haven't heard anything about Berger. Berger's probably just smashing so, life in yeah. yeah, he is just smashing yeah. life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, talking about stingers from Berger, yeah. I seen him ping an old lady in the face who was, like, sitting on the f- on the first row <laughs> in the cop. Did you? And I remember, I laughed just as the cop went silent. <laughs> <laughs> just as she was, like, passing out. Yeah, yeah. getting the oxygen mask put on her. <laughs> so, uh, strikers then? Um, Fowler. Easy. Yeah, easy one. Um, and... The other one, I'll probably have to put in. Sean Dundee. <laughs> Sean Dundee's, he's, he's a very, Sean Dundee's, he's, he's just ahead of Stan. Um, but I'd put in Ian Rush. Yeah, head of yeah. own in terms of... Oh, hang on a sec, you know what? Um, oh God. Michael Owen's warming up there. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. I, I know. forgot about him. Yeah, do you know what? No, so, no, do you know what? It's a good job you mentioned it. That, that's just totally slipped my mind there. Um, yeah, Michael Owen. Yeah. Because... Um, I think, you know, Rush had done obviously phenomenal things, but um, 
when I was getting there, Owen was in his, uh, the ascendancy. Yeah, it was like it was like it was like, like three times as fast as Rush by then. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he was just like, he was just like kind of just he was just he was just jet propelled. He was just yeah. he, he was yeah he was great. I mean, like th- those they were, they were different forwards, Fowler and Owen. Um, Owen was just that fast. Like he would he would kind of disrupt defenses because people would start um, like dropping off. Yeah. And he just he, he would like you just kind of shift teams around because of his, his pace. Yeah. You can't play Al Amin because he was just. Where you seen his pace was the Arsenal Cup final, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah I think it was a Keown. He gave him about a 15 yard head start and still yeah. still got round him and stuff. Yeah, goes round goes round a long way as yeah. well. Yeah. I, I say it about Mane and Salah and that now. Even if they're having poor games, you can s- it still affects the shape of of the team. Still scared, they won't come out and yeah. all that. Even if they're not doing the business on that day, it's having an impact. The threat of their pace, so yeah. it's major, isn't it? It's like if, like, well, at the end of respect, don't they? Yeah. It's like you know, if you're going into, pff, I don't know, you're going into fight Mike Tyson. Yeah. You've you've lost before you get in the room with him because <laughs> he's because you know what I mean. And he earns that respect. And like you said, these the, the, these players yeah. that um the yeah the the just phenomenal because at any given time they could have 89 minutes of just kind of being laxadaisy or so. And the next minute, you just like the balls in the back of the night. You think, how's that going there? Do you know yeah, what I mean? They, yeah. they, are, they are brilliant. So, final thought. And, and these extra episodes are kind of timeless, so people can listen to this and will be listening to this in the future. So, you'll be held to this. But what's your prediction for, the, for this season and for the Reds? Obviously, as it stands today, with three points clear. Yeah. Uh, Man City play Everton tonight, don't they? Yeah. Uh, and they can go top. So, how do you see it panning out? Um, I, I, look, it, it's the closest it's been for, you know, for, for well, but for a few years anyway, mm. um, and it's it, you know it's the the best position going to be in for a while. They've seems psychological for me. It's not about ability so much anymore, is it? No, like no, 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 no. It's not. I, I think it isn't. Do you know what? Right, the, you know the he's 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 manufactured a very good side. Mm. Um, I think a very balanced side. I mm. think probably Man City have got a bit more strength in depth. Mm. Liverpool the minute. Um, we need a bit of luck, don't we, Liverpool, in terms yeah. of who gets injured? Yeah, it's true. And I think I think anybody throughout any season, if they're going to win the league, yeah. needs a little bit of luck. Um, and I think Liverpool are going to have it this season. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, it's, yeah due. I, it, it's due. And like, just because it's due doesn't mean doesn't all you know doesn't mean it's going to happen. But no, I, um, I I I think Klopp's going to have enough to, to to drag these over the line. Yeah. And I think there's going to be a few more twists and turns. Mm. Um, you know, the likelihood is Man City probably are going to win tonight. Yeah. Um, so you know, um, Man City are probably going to. Won't disagree with you. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> I won't City are probably going to be top of the league um, um, tomorrow. It might actually work in Liverpool's favour insofar as it takes a little bit of pressure off them, mm-hmm. and it's it's up to them to chase. Yeah, um, Carragher said that as be, well. Because because um, City have, City have had a few slip ups over, yeah. over the last like you know the the, the immune, last month or so. Mm-hmm. No, I know. Yeah. Um, so no, I, I think I think Klopp um, is, is is the man to get them over the line more so than you know. Um, Rodgers, yeah. I think I think there was some some big glaring mistakes he made in, in in a couple of games. You yeah. know the um, the Chelsea game and the um, Crystal Palace, Palace. game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I don't think Klopp will make them same mistakes. No. Well, I certainly hope you're wrong, Tony. As, as a blue. <laughs> but um, no, listen. Th- thanks again for sharing your time. It, it's been brilliant. It's been it's been yeah, it's been a long time as well. But I'm sure everyone enjoyed listening. There was there was loads of stuff in there, and and, and we always say for, for football j- fans in general, it's a great great insight into what's been a a great career with, with a lot of a lot of clubs and, and uh, on behalf of all the, the clubs you play for and and uh, you know supporters thanks again cheers for your contribution to footy thanks for cheers, cheers. Yeah, thanks